time for Dixie State University Athletics on KXDS Santa Clara 91.3 The Blaze. DSU Athletics is brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. We hear you. And now it's time for DSU Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Yo, what's going on, St. George? It's a Saturday night, and if you didn't know what time it is, it's time for Trailblazer football once again here on 91.3 The Blaze. You're here with me, Jacob Zimmerman. I'll be your play-by-play call today. I'm here with Price Morris, my color. You'll hear from Price in just a sec. But for now, let's kind of do a quick recap on Dixie State's season so far. Last game. They faced off against Tarleton at home. They had a couple games on the road. They finally came back home, and they were favored to beat Tarleton State. It did not happen, folks. They lost 20-41. to Now, there was, there was some good things to take away from that game. Your offense put up 20 points, and we haven't seen them get to 20 points a whole lot on the year. But we saw kind of a little bit of a quarterback battle. Once again, we saw... Kenny Noblad get the start. He went 15 of 30, 108 in the year. And then Kobe Tracy came in to finish the game. And I will say, even though it was prevent defense from Tarleton, Kobe Tracy had a good ending to the game. He went 11 of 15 for a touchdown and 111 yards. Also, on the running attack, kind of haven't seen this all year, but Drew Canelli Robles got 83 yards on the ground. And then Quali Conley chipped in 66 on the ground. In just seven carries. So Dixie State is 0-6 on the year. But, I mean, we kind of expected this, right? A really tough Division One schedule in our first year in D1 in the fall. That's what's going to happen. But it's a great step for our program. We're going to learn a lot. We're going to get a lot of great recruits. And it's going to be a fun year. So this week, facing off against Stephen F. Austin. That's right, the Lumberjacks. That one will be starting 7 o'clock local time in just Eight minutes, but welcome into the Ken Garf St. George pregame show where we're going to cover a whole lot of stuff and kind of talk about a little bit about our opponent. And I'll kind of hand this off to Price Morris. Price, what's up? Kind of fill us in a little bit on what we've seen so far this year from SFA. So far, they are a quick score offense. Lot of passing, yeah. lot of passing. They are a passing team, and you know who's leading that all? His name is Trey Self. Trey Self. Trey Self. Their Gosh. quarterback. Only four interceptions, nine touchdowns, and a hundred and forty. Wait, wait, one thousand four hundred and forty yards on the year. Wow, and that's just in six games. That's just in six games, and he he's. He, and he's sharing the ball with two other quarterbacks I've been playing also. Probably in a lot of garbage time. And you look at the yeah. scores here. They beat Lincoln 61-13. to 13. They beat Mississippi Valley State 58-13. to 13. And not to mention, Dixie State faced Tarleton last week. SFA beat Tarleton in their opener 20-10. to 10. So that's something to note here. So, so yeah, they are, they are a very quick score offense. They, they do not... Uh, possess the t- uh, the ball a ton, mm-hmm. which is crazy. So I think they do a lot of passes. Most of their, I think it was uh, 
oh, like seventy percent of their first downs are passing. Are passing really? first downs. They don't, they have like seventy first downs and thirty rushing first downs. It so, is it is a lot of passing from this team. When I hear that, we were on the call last week, me and you, Price, and mm-hmm. boy, did JF Thomas have a good game from Tarleton against us. He had one hundred and sixty nine receiving yards. Six grabs and a touchdown. You also had Tariq Bitson, who had a grab, looked fancy out there. And Daniel Wright, both of those guys had touchdowns. And the air raid behind Steven Duncan was really legit. Our corners kind of couldn't hang with those outside 6'4", 6'5", super speedy receivers on those go routes. And it was was kind of tough to watch, and I'm really hoping that our defense, that's one of the things I'm going to talk about here in a little bit, is our defense can improve in the secondary. See, that's what I was thinking, too, was th- is that what's going to happen this week, too? But their number one receiver right now had that has f- over 500 yards re- receiving and has 36 y- or, uh, thirty-six receptions. He is only 5'9". He is not okay. like what we saw last week. Really tall receivers. He's only 5'9". They, their top two, re- and then their second receiver is only 6'2". He, they are okay. not very tall. But I think that's going to help out with our corners because Devin Chandler, 5'10". Devin Perkins, 5'10". Colby Williams, 5'11". Those are the guys you kind of see the most at the cornerback spot. And so we don't have a lockdown corner above six feet playing week in and week out for Dixie State. So kind of having a smaller receiver like that will benefit us a little bit. But if that speed is electric, yeah, that's, that's going to be tough. We're going to need guys like... Tyrell Grayson, Darius Nash, Malaki Malaki, Cajun Smith, Begroix, all those guys to get after it and get after these tough receivers of the Lumberjacks. See, that's what I was going to say is we need, in order to for us to play this game, is our defense is going to have to step up. And we haven't seen that much this year, which is scary. So our defense is going to have to get pressure on this quarterback. So, and it's just... It's just he cannot sit in the pocket. That is what I'm worried about. He only has 10 sacks on the season. So we can get to him, but it's just, I don't know. We are not the most aggressive defense, and that's okay. We're more of a conservative defense. We try to prevent these huge plays, try to bend but not break. I've been saying it all year, but we don't really blitz a whole lot. Maybe we'll see something a little different. Another thing I want to see from Dixie State against Stephen F. Austin is I want to see better quarterback play. And Paul Peterson went on ESPN 97.7. I was in the studio with him. I work over there. He was doing an interview with Devin Dixon, Andy Thompson. If you missed that, it was a couple days ago. But Paul Peterson talked about he was open with it. We need better quarterback play from these guys. And that's something we're going to need. And we have some receivers who are no longer playing for Dixie State who have been good. But we have a young group of guys who have kind of impressed me. Keith Davis had him on my show a few weeks ago. Had Ricky Johnson, who's really stepped up with the loss of Osborne and now JP. And then I heard uh, Malcolm Ross Turner is also out for the year. And so that's three receivers right there, either hurt or in the transfer portal now. And to see some of these other guys step up is huge. So I, I don't know if this is confirmed yet. But I heard Kobe Tracy is starting this game. I have heard some buzz about that. If that is true, then that's going to be really interesting because we have not seen him start. No, we haven't. That, that's it's interesting. And it, and I, so I talked to one of my roommates that is a football player, and that's he what's up. and he's a wide receiver also. So he knows the, he knows the quarterbacks. 
So I was like, I went to him. I was like, who's going to start? Like, we don't, like, Kobe Tracy had a good drive. And he's like, that's who we're going to go with this year, the, this week. So hopefully. Kobe Tracy, I think, here's what I'm going to expect. I think they're going to give Tracy maybe the first two or three possessions. And if they don't score, they're going to start switching it off. Mm. And uh, is that confidence derailing? I don't maybe think it is because that's been the mentality all year long. It's it's kind of a quick leash with these quarterbacks and whoever's going to have the hot hand for any given possession, it's changing back and forth. You're going to roll with. And so I don't, I wouldn't be surprised and I wouldn't really mind to see a two quarterback system. Any way we can get some offense and speaking of offense, I was really impressed with our run game last week. Talked about Canelli Robles, talked about Conley and I, I think these guys can screens, a lot of outside runs, kind of get the ball into our playmakers, or does Peter fast? But you know? does Peterson want to see what he has at quarterback? That, that's that's another thing. I think when you face Fort Lewis, the D two team here, that's November thirteenth. That's the game that you really, you really unleash the playbook. You really see what these quarterbacks have, kind of for next season. I think kind of this whole season, honestly, is a trial run for next season when you know. They're gonna, there's going to be a really good battle this offseason, and that's going to decide the offseason and the end of this season who's going to be the starter next year. And I think going into next year, there's going to be a lot more confidence with this team. But we got to take a quick break for the National Anthem. When we come back, Trailblazer football here in St. George in Greater Zion Stadium. Stay tuned. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. I lost my vision five years ago, thought I'd never read again. Then she discovered Talking Books, a free program through the Library of Congress's National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped. Keeping me connected to my world? Now you're talking. This year, the Talking Book and Braille program celebrates 80 years of delivering books and magazines right to the doorsteps of those unable to read. From children to seniors and veterans. Letting me read what all my friends are reading, too. Now you're talking. To learn more, call one 888 nls read there are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor to a life of courage and a commitment to something greater than themselves they have always defended this nation and each other they still do the few the proud It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. The coin toss is being held currently. Drew Canelli Robles, Malaki Malaki, Darius Nash, numbers 3 6 and two out there for the Trailblazers. Trying to see if we're going to kick, if we're going to receive. How are we going to start this game in price? I am excited for this one. I think all of St. George is, is exciting. And the reason why we 
failed to mention this in the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln pregame show. It is the homecoming football game. Now, it's not maybe as huge of a deal as it is at some of these other schools because we don't really have an official homecoming dance. But nevertheless, you'll take homecoming. This is the time for all that former alumni to show up and show out. And I'm expecting a packed crowd tonight at Greater Zion Stadium. We were just moments away from the kickoff. This one's going to be a good one. A packed crowd wearing red. Don't forget that. Wear red. They represent, you know what I'm saying? We got represent. Is there, have they done like a blackout or a whiteout this year? I'm not for sure. I'm not for sure on the, but I want to say that everyone was supposed to wear red to this game. Something I notice when I work over with the ESPN guys on 97.7, every Friday night, I'm at a different high school and I love seeing it because every single time there, there's some sort of theme they go to. Oh, I love it. It's, it's some sort of theme. They all dress up. They get into it. Sometimes they just keep it simple. They all wear a color. That's kind of what I did back at my high school. But they're, they're switching it up. They're going crazy. They're finding ways to get involved. And I hope Dixie State can do the same thing. Yeah, so I, I graduated um, later than you. And I'm, I graduated more recently than you. So we had neon outs. Did you ever have that? Like you, and you neon just wore out. neon outs. You just wore bright colors, it, it, it and it, and then you also have the blackouts, and you also have the other ones. But I've done, I've seen more of a American outs, like where you were just red, that, white, and blue, red, white, and blue, and it's just. See, I, I think that's something that Dixie State should do because look at them right now. They got the red tops, you got the navy blue bottoms, and you got the white socks and cleats and towels, and it looks good out there. Yeah. I, I, I think I think I, if we had the whole student section like that with the American flag and like a huge one, that I think that looks so sweet. It would look great. But it looks like we're kicking off. About to get this game underway. So Dixie will receive the second half kickoff. And you know, the biggest problem, honestly, overall, has been the second half for Dixie State. It We've has. seen them hang in there with guys like Montana and other teams like uh, South Dakota State for the first quarter or two, and then the second half, it kind of gets away from them for one reason or another. But here is the kickoff. The game is underway, folks, and that will be a touchdown. And Stephen F. Austin in the white and blue will take the field. I think that's a purple. Is that is that purple? I want to say that's purple. I'm not the best with colors. It's okay. You know, it's okay. I Hi. am. I am colorblind. It's okay. I am. That, that, that makes two of us, but that doesn't. <laughs> but um, I will say this. Another thing that we have seen with our Dixie State is our offense do good, our, our defense do bad. Our defense do good, our offense do bad. That is what we've seen. Yeah. It's like a t- we described it as a tug war last week. Exactly. It's like, it's like our team is having a tug war with ourselves. And here it is. The first play from scrimmage. It's a handoff to the running back. He has a solid hole. He's keep... He keeps his feet going, and he picks up the first down. What a performance there running, keeping his feet moving for Miles Reed. Got a good push from the O-line. Looked like it was only going to be about four or five yards, but took Malaki Malaki the distance. So he is not their number one rusher in yards this season. I feel like that's a trend every week. I know. Uh, it, it. He does have the most attempts, but he do, is not the number one rusher. He has the most attempts? He has the most attempts. Okay, that, 
So he is their number one back, but but he does not have the most yards. We're noticing a lot of teams have multi-running back systems, and here's a handoff again. That one's oh! blown up in the backfield, going nowhere. That's number 97, Cyrus Webster, with a huge hit. Cyrus Webster read that hole, knew instantly where to go. He Did he come down from the linebacker position? Wow, that, maybe so. It looked like some sort of stunt. Anyway, he had a great head of steam on that, read it perfectly. And that sets up second and 13, following the big play. So, Stephen F. Austin, the Lumberjacks quarterback. Here's the throw across the middle of the field, and that is incomplete. Had a man intended for Josh Thompson, the wide receiver. So, something to know about this quarterback. Do you notice anything different about him? He looks really calm in the pocket. He looks calm and tall. He is 6'4". He is a tall quarterback. He's only 190. He is only 190. So he's, he, you can get a good look, a good lick at him and maybe knock him out the game if you're Dixie State. And yeah, the, I, I noticed that in that first possession. He looked super calm in the pocket. He, well, he is a junior. He's not a freshman. He, he has experience. And here is Self stepping up, taking it off, and he will get tackled at the 42-yard line. And we're going to have to see where this gets spot. But I believe this will set up a fourth down. That is a good sign. It's not a three and out. They did get one first down. You'll take it, man. But a stop? That Where he is not throwing it as much as I thought already? I thought they were going to establish the air game right away. Oh, it's a four and three. And so they're going to punt. Dixie State with a great... First possession there on defense. They get the stop balls on the 42. Here's the punt on fourth and three. Keith Davis back to return. And he will fair catch that ball at the 18. We'll take a quick break when we come back. Score 0 0. The Trailblazers have a chance to take the lead here on 91 3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Kobe Tracy gets the start for Dixie State, and that first play is a run. And that is to number 27. Michael Martin? Michael Moten. Moten, the wide receiver. So here's Tracy stepping up in the pocket. He's got a lot of room to run, and he's tackled right around that first down marker. I believe he picked it up and that's something we haven't seen. A quarterback for Dixie State take off and run 10 yards downfield fast like that. What a play from Tracy. I, uh, Dad, what what a play. We saw there. He he didn't, he, I think that was designed quarterback run because he didn't look up very much. But And Tracy looking deep. It's what you like to see. A little bit of contact there intended for Ricky Johnson. He wanted a flag. Will not get it. But I thought that ball was pretty well placed. That's what we like to see. And that's what we talked about last week is we like to see those deep balls by our quarterbacks. Not not a lot of separation by Ricky Johnson, but that was 
pretty well placed if he if he had if he put it down just a little bit more. The corner Willie Roberts maybe got away the PI there, but here's Canelli Robles on the carry. That one goes nowhere. We talked Dixie State needed to continue their run success last week from Tarleton, but that run goes right back to the line of scrimmage. Now, something we didn't mention in the pregame is their defense. Their defense is good. We got we got to watch out for those cornerbacks and safeties. They they know when to pick. I think they have a total of nine picks, and each quarter cornerback has like two, and the safety has two. Wow. Tracy facing pressure, gets rid of it, and that ball is dropped by Ricky Johnson. So right back at it, we get... If we just traded, we got first down, and then next thing you know, fourth down. Man, identical identical performances from the offense. You called it out. There was a penalty, but it will be declined. I think it was on the offense. I think they and that would have called been, maybe holding? And then, then I would have probably replayed third down. Yeah. And then they would have just, no, no, they want to punt. Fourth and 10, 11.20 on the clock. Stephen F. Austin, 3-3 three three on the year. Dixie State trying to pick up their first win of the season. And the offense there picked up a first down and will now punt. Back to receive for the Lumberjacks, number two, Xavier Gibson. Gibson will take this one out. Trying to make something happen, but a swarm of red jerseys is there for the tackle. In on that play on special teams, that was the linebacker. That looked like Lattimore Hervey. Something we can talk about this punt is, what a bomb. He was down at the, was it the 20? I want to say he was back at the 20 and he almost got it to the 10-yard line. That's a good call. That was one heck of a punt. Yeah. Wow. We'll take the break. When we come back, the Lumberjacks of Stephen F. Austin will take over on offense. Score 0-0. Zero, zero. You're listening to Trailblazer Football here on 91.3 The Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Thanks for asking, but I'd rather not send you nude pictures. I'm camera shy. I already said no. Under my clothes, I'm a robot. My webcam is broken. I'm worried they'll get passed around school. I have a rash. I have nudophobia. I have lizard skin. I'm a vampire, so I don't show up in pictures anyways. Your badgering has really killed the mood. When someone is pressuring you to do something you don't want to, how many ways can you say no before they get the message? Let us know at thatsnotcool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. The story in this one so far has been the defense of both sides allowing just one first down and then following that up with a stop forcing punts either way and 
Bryce, he pointed it out right before the break. Dixie State's punter had one heck of a punt. Let's try to pull up the stat. It was a 65-yard punt in FCMS play. That's something you do not see very often. That is a nice punt. And the great thing about it was the the kick returner was not prepared for it either, so he had nope. to stumble back. And you never want to you never want to receive while you stumble back and then try to run it back. That, and that is just great, the good placement. And our defense, our special teams team was able to just wrap him up right after. It was great. I think we got him down at the ten. And that's something that's really underrated is how far your punter can put that ball and knock. Trailblazers back. Oh, no, I was looking at the kickoff. It was 58. Still great. Still great. (laughs) So there is a run play from Stephen F. Austin, which sets up second and one. Miles Reed again. I think he's going to get a lot of short runs. Trey Self back there in shotgun. Ball is snapped. Here's the handoff on second one. Got the first down a lot more. And there is the running back, Miles Reed. You set it right back to him. Picks up the first down. There's the handoff. Got by a defender in the backfield. Good tackle there. That's by number 28. Jordan Scott, the DB. Haven't really called his name very much on the year, but he is out there for the Trailblazers. And we, what we just saw in this last play that you weren't able to uh, say was it was a, a quarterback option, and he went to go pitch it, and um, Miles Reed was not able to hang on to it, and oh, they and he fumbled it. He, he Let's go look at this. Yeah, just it was a low kind of a pitch. bad pitch. Luckily goes out of bounds for the Lumberjacks, but you're right. Set up third and six yourself in the backfield, looking towards the sideline and the change the play. We got to watch the pass here. Running back in motion from the left to the right. Here's the handoff to Reed. Going left, cuts up field, and he is tackled right around that first down marker. This one is going to be close, folks. I think we're going to have a fourth and one, but could go either way. A good tackle there from Darius Nash. He found the hole, and I think they gave it to him. They did. They don't come out to measure. Here's first and ten, self-facing pressure, and he is dropped for a sack. In the backfield once again, Cyrus Webster, big number 97, making another play in the backfield. It's just the first quarter, folks. That is something that we like to see. It's just pressure because that is something that I feel like this quarterback has had a lot of the year, uh, a lot this year, is time in the pocket. This time we were able to get pressure on him and take him down for the sack. Also, Bradley Brown, another stud on the D line of Dixie State. Forcing some pressure there. Kind of helped Webster get the sack. Looking left on the screen pass. It's complete. And he's finally tackled down. Looked like a pretty good chunk of yards picked up there before Malaki Malaki and others were in on that tackle. 
That was wide receiver Lawton Riquel. And something that I want to note about this team, this team is older. Not not old, but they are older. I feel like they have played a lot together. They're all sophomores and juniors. So these this team knows each other. Third and 11. The Lumberjacks in white with the ball facing Trailblazers in red and blue on defense. Dixie rushes four. Good pressure. Little handoff pass, and that goes right around the midfield line. But I believe that is not going to be good enough for a first down. So that is number 12. And he is listed as a wide receiver. Yes, that is 5'9", Larry Jones the third, And nope, they gave it to him. So kind of a lot of plays this drive. Heartbreakers for the Dixie State defense as they're finishing right around that first down marker. And they're giving it to him. And here's another run play. That one goes right back to Larry Jones the third, giving the wide receiver a couple carries. So it looks, so from what I understand is it looks like he was originally a wide receiver, got nothing as a wide receiver. So then they started using him as a running back recently. And now he's, now he's running it back. And he, previously to this game, he's had 12 attempts at running back. These guys on the D1 level are very versatile. And there's a first down for Stephen of Austin and more. That's number 15, Rodney Johnson. Nope, that's Lawton Raquel picking up the first down for the Lumberjacks. Good quick screen. Good blocking by number 17. That is Josh Thompson. Just, I think he got 12 yards on the uh, quick screen pass. This drive has been eating up some clock down to six minutes left in the quarter. Another handoff. This one right back to Larry Jones the third, and he will be stumbling down around the 21-yard line. Wow. So the Lumberjacks are moving. Here is the handoff. Cut up field immediately, then bounced out to the left, stayed on his feet, and then was finally brought down by Jordan Scott. Now I understand why they moved him to running back. Very shifty. Something to say. He is very quick on his feet. Making moves. Making the spenders miss. And second and eight. 5.18 on the clock. Here's another hand off to the feature back. Larry Jones the third. Gets a medium sized carry on that one. So hopefully that will bring up third down. Man, they have been running the ball. This is not what I expected them to come out doing. I expected them coming out passing. Their quarterback has 60% on the year. 60% completion. After, if you're watching the film of last game, last week's game for Dixie State, I'm surprised too. But they are liking what they're seeing. They're getting a great push. Here's another handoff again. Cyrus Webster there to make the tackle but not before a few yards were picked up. I think that was Miles Reed again on the carrier. So they're just switching off between running backs at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But something to say is oh, um, 
Dixie had the initial stop, and then everyone just came in. I think we're going, you're starting to realize, hey, they're going to start running this down our throats. And the nice thing is they're now closer to the red zone, so we can uh, smish, um, compact our defense a little bit more. It's a good call if they're running a lot of run plays. you got to put more guys in the box. 4-3 for Dixie State. Here's a sweep to the left. Cutting up field and making a move, making guys miss all the way to the goal line. Stopped there on the one-yard line. That's Josh Thompson, the receiver. Some a jet sweep. I think, yeah, yeah, Jess Sweep, just good blocking by the running backs and by the running back, uh, Reed. Jeez. Their, their whole O-line is getting a great push tonight. And although here and there, Dixie State's pass rush is there, their guys there in the trenches, those two nose guards there, the D-tackles are not getting the best of push. And there's the hard count. Look like... Maybe a guy on Dixie State jumped, but no whistle. We'll run it right back. Two fullbacks in. And here's the handoff to the back. And he's in for the touchdown. Touchdown, Lumberjacks of Stephen F. Austin. That's Miles Reed on the carry again. Wow. And he he is their punch guy. He is their, we need one yard, punch it in. I thought, for a second, I was going to think they would quarterback sneak it because he is 6'4 and just needs to do a little reach. But... No, they want to protect their quarterback. Yeah, I would think quarterback sneak two in that situation and that down in distance. But when I saw two fullbacks come into the game, I knew it was probably going to be a handoff to one of those guys or the running back, and there it went. Stephen F. Austin must be proud of their O-line right now, only allowing one sack and not a lot of pressures recently. They, they've only allowed one sack, and but they've been opening holes for their running backs. Not what I thought I would be saying after the first touchdown. After a long drive, the score is now Stephen F. Austin, 7, Dixie State, 0. You're listening to Trailblazer Football here on 91.3 The Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. You around MVP. Yeah, man. Yo, Drew, I finally got round MVP. Round MVP. No way. That was some ownage. Finally earning round MVP takes determination. So will getting into college. I've got what it takes. So do you. Visit knowhowtogo.org to learn what you should be doing right now to prepare for college. Start taking the steps at knowhowtogo.org. Brought to you by the American Council on Education, Lumina Foundation, and the Ad Council. An important message from Medicare. Hi, Sarah. I just spoke with Pamela. Did you know the health care law gives us new Medicare preventive benefits? Like a yearly wellness visit. Well, I... It's our chance to talk with our doctor about our care. That's what I would. Medicare also covers recommended cancer and preventive screenings. Actually, I was the one who told Pamela. Oh. Uh-huh. Learn more at Medicare.gov or call 1-800-MEDICARE. And tell your friends and family. Share the news. Share the health. My name is Dale Pazinski, and this is how I live United. I volunteer with United Way, helping the homeless in my community by teaching computer skills and helping them build a basic resume to save on their very own USB drive. 
It's huge when somebody says, hey man, that job that you helped me apply for, I got it. My name is Dale Pazinski. I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't just wear the shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. The ball is in the air. That's the kickoff. The Trailblazers will return, and they have the edge and will get knocked out of bounds at the 29-yard line. Return there. That is number Devin Perkins. Devin Perkins. I haven't seen him return a kick or anything. I I was ready to call Ricky Johnson Uh, or Keith Davis. Yeah, Keith Davis is a feature returner, but... Right there, mixing it up, and maybe they're having Devin Perkins play a little bit more on special teams because I've noticed they've kind of switched up the defensive backs just a little bit in this game. Maybe they're giving him some more playing time in the special teams category. But here's Conley in motion. Tracy in at quarterback still, and there's Robles in the game. And, you know, something I heard Paul Peterson say earlier in the week doing that interview with ESPN as I heard him mention they wanted to kind of figure out ways to where they could have Conley and Robles on the field at the same time. And there you saw it. Look what they're doing right now. There it is again. So a play action here that fooled everybody and that is complete to number 82. 82 is Taylor Alvarez. So Another guy, I haven't really called Taylor Alvarez's name so far this year. We've kind of seen tight ends like Jamie Kewen and Cade Veach, but mixing it up here are the Trailblazers going into their seventh game of the year. I don't want to say anything, but Cade Veach did take a bad hit at the end of last game. And I'm wondering, I think I wonder right. if he's out for concussion protocol. And, th- and this is his backup because we have not called him at all. Uh, he might be in. But I, I think- Jay McEwen should be the regular backup. But you you do throw in those two tight end sets occasionally. And there was a run play right there. This one went to Robles, going to the left. Made the first guy miss. Hurdled a guy. Got hurdled the body on the ground, but then got tackled right after. And that set up second and three. One thirty to go in the quarter. A little play action here. Good block from Robles, and that is a sack. Tracy with nowhere to go. Wow. I was just about to say that we are, I think we're trying to do a lot of misdirections with our two running backs. Because, and what we've seen with Conley recently is just blocking in, like, just uh, not, not a ball threat, but off a ball threat. That was Cannon, Pan Falaf. Letting B.J. Thompson, number three at the end, get all the way to the quarterback. Sets up third and 11 for the Trailblazers. They need to get something going on offense. Robles with another great block and another sack as Tracy tries to escape the pocket. He's tackled down 
from behind by big number 90. That's Rayshad Nichols. Wow. See, we're getting some good blocks. Like you said, a good block, but then he's trying to run out of the pocket when he doesn't need to. He could have sat in there maybe just a tad more. Maybe maybe he's getting the little jitters that you see that quarterbacks have and just feeling like, because you see even Patrick Mahomes have it. Get the little jitters, get out of the pocket a little too soon, not make a good play. That punt fair caught on the 31-yard line. We'll take a break. When we come back, the Trailblazers are going to try to stop Stephen F. Austin from reaching the scoreboard. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. So I'm a dog and I just got adapted by this new human guy and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I, I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. If this radio spot were Nikki Baker's life, it would start pretty normal, like this. And about this far in, Nikki would drop out of high school. Here, she'd be forced to work two jobs, but then she'd decide to earn her GED diploma. It would be the beginning of a brighter future. For free info about GED test prep classes, call 1-877-38-YOUR-GED or visit yourged.org and begin your brighter future. GED is a registered trademark of the American Council on Education, brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. St. George, I know you're driving around in your car right now and you're probably enjoying your day, but did you know there's a Trailblazer football game going on right now as we speak? That's right. The Trailblazers are in action against the Lumberjacks, hosting them here at Greater Zion Stadium here in St. George. And you know, every St. George Saturday night involves Dixie State football. We see a good crowd shot there. Our ESPN stream, something that we didn't see last week. Yeah, a was lot of, a crowd. <laughs> a lot of well, <laughs> they started showing the crowd at the end of the game. So yeah, it's a good thing that they're showing it early. And here is quarterback running away, gets back to the line of scrimmage, picks up a couple yards. That's Trey Self taking it himself, trying to make something happen. That is good. We got pressure on the quarterback. We had to make him uh, leave the pocket. Make him leave home. Make him uncomfortable. Good pressure by 51. Bradley Brown getting in there. And then, wow, that's a big hit. Cleaned his clock. Cyrus Webster, as well as Will Leota in there on the dual tackle. That will be the end of the first. That, wow. that, that run will be the end of the first. That first quarter went by pretty quick. Took a break. We'll take another one. 
When we come back, the second quarter will be underway. Can the Trailblazers force a stop here on defense and then return the favor with a score? You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Ranger Station. Hi, um, I want to report a bear sighting. Location. My front door. It was Smokey Bear. My husband was burning leaves in the yard. He just came inside for a second. Never leave a fire unattended. If it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. Smokey said that too. We go way back. I knew him when he was just a cub. How cute. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Quarter number one is in the books here at Greater Zion Stadium in St. George, Utah. And we got to go over some live stats. That's right. If you actually want to take a peek at these live stats, you can. It's not that hard to find them. Go to DixieStateAthletics.com, get the football schedule in front of you, and then there's a link to the live stats. So you can check them out as we go along with this. But I'll name them off for you so you don't have to pull over and check them out. First downs, 7-2 to two in favor of the Trailblazers over, no, not in favor of the Trailblazers, in favor of the Lumberjacks over the Trailblazers. And only five passing yards to 39. Now, you're not getting completely destroyed because you're only down seven. But looking at that category, only five passing yards with Kobe Trace and getting the first start of the year. It's not a surprise, but it's maybe not what we hoped for. Only three attempts, though. Maybe we're maybe we're trying to get the more of the rushing game going, we which were, we are. We just can't get a first down. We picked up one to start the game and kind of a sneak little play from from Tracy to start it off, got an 11-yard rush, but then right after that, the whole rest of the quarter, you only pick up one. It's not the success you wanted to see. They only have 10 rushing yards as well when they started really well on the ground last week. Remember that good drive they had against Tarleton that didn't end up reaching the scoreboard. Yes, but they have ran the ball seven times total now compared to three passing attempts. Now, a couple were sacked before Tracy could get it off, but Kennelly Robles, 13 yards gained. Tracy with 12 yards gained. Uh, Moten had a carry that did not go anywhere, and we have not seen Quali Conley have a run yet. But here is Self back with the pass to start off the second quarter and a great defensive play from the corner, number 28, Jordan Scott, to tip that away. I think that's why he's playing this week. Yes, and something that we were I wasn't able to mention to him about the break is third downs for Stephen F. Austin. They're only on the season. They're only allowing twenty eight percent conversion on third downs. Wow! So it's good sat fine there. Oh, it is, and it's it's well, it's bad for us. But we can't we can't get third downs. They, they I think third down is where they find their um, grind. Now something else I want to mention. 
is on their fourth downs, when they go for on fourth down, they're going they're going for 50% on 16 attempts. So they are they can convert on third and fourth, but they won't let you. And here's the run play to the back. That is Miles Reed once again. Miles bounced it outside and picked up eight. on the clock and counting. And Stephen F. Austin, their offense is rolling. Their offensive line is getting a great push. Every play on the line. And here's the handoff again. And breaking free, making guys miss all the way down to the 25-yard line. Finally knocked out is Miles Reed. Something I want to say on this play. It was a design blitz to get to the quarterback. But we went on the wrong side. It was we. we it was designed blitz for the left, and they went right. So it, it's just it's a killer, man. It, 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 you can you. They risked it there, and you. Something you mentioned earlier was Paul Peterson doesn't like um, blitzing a lot. But good play right there. I don't know if Paul Peterson calls the play calling on defense, but they probably have a mutual. Agreement there to not blitz every single play. That last one, another run play, Price. When you told yeah. us they were going to pass the ball a lot, now it's not really your fault, but you were dead wrong because they're <laughs> running the ball a whole lot. And uh oh, we have an injured trailblazer down on the field. This looks like, uh oh, this does not look good. It looks like it is Livingston Palgofia's ankle. And we are going to step aside for Livingston. We'll take a quick break here on 91.3, bringing you Trailblazer football with Jacob and Price. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Ranger Station. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting, as in Smokey Bear. We were about to head home after a bonfire, and Smokey said the fire wasn't actually out. He said if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. Did you know that 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans? No kidding. I'm a forest ranger. We never kid. Sorry. Kidding. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Hi, I'd like to report a bear sighting, as in Smokey Bear. Continue. I was burning yard waste. He told me to remember that if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. You know, 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. That means 9 out of 10 wildfires can be prevented. I know that now. As usual, the talking bear gets all the credit. Always burn responsibly and contact your local fire department for open burning regulations. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ag Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze.
We are back. Game is underway here at Greater Zion Stadium. It's a Saturday night in St. George. You know it's time. And it showed the replay on that injury, and it just looked like his leg went, uh, just got, got caught in a, uh, the wrong position, and it looked like he collapsed on his knee weird. So, uh-huh. I, I know you weren't watching it, but I wonder if they not. Oh, this isn't the. This is a replay of the current, and right off the helmet, kind of in and out of the hands too, of the linebacker. No, the corner. That was Amari Duncan, number three. And Amari Duncan looked like um, Jamal Adams last week. <laughs> Self stepping up in the pocket, throwing to the end zone, and that is out of bounds, incomplete. That is intended for number two, Xavier Gibson. Xavier Gibson. He is their target. See, what I thought they were going to pass a lot more, so I thought we were going to already mention his name, not in the second quarter. So, but that was his first attempt to, uh, towards Xavier Gibson, and he has over 500 y- yards of, uh, of receiving. Here is a field goal. The redshirt freshman. Chris Campos' kick is up, and it's through. Tacking on three more for Stephen F. Austin. Make it 10 to nothing over the Trailblazers when we come back. 12.58 left in the second quarter. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Ranger Station. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting in the forest. Uh-huh. One second I'm having a smoke. Next thing I know, I'm face-to-face with Smokey Bear. Wow. And he told me it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. Did you know nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous and you're not. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Are you facing foreclosure? Then come down to Megalo and Partners. We're a mortgage rescue company and we can help you keep your house. Provided you submit to our plans for galactic domination. No, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) If you're facing foreclosure, talk to the right people. Speak with HUD-approved housing counselors free of charge at 888-995-HOPE. Brought to you by NeighborWorks America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Trailblazers receiving the kickoff here in just a few moments where they are down 10 points to nothing against the Lumberjacks. Still a lot of time left in this one, and their defense did not give up a touchdown. They held strong, but that was until Chris Campos put it through. The kicker for three. The Dixie State, not a lot of success on offense. The defense is holding in there. But we need something going right about now, don't we, Price? 
Oh, yes, we do. If you were calling a play for Dixie State offense, you wanted to start off this drive, what kind of play call would you go with? I wouldn't go in my bag too, too deep, but I definitely need something to spark our offense. Now, the question is, can you get the can you get enough time with your quarterback? This 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 rush is coming. It is. Now I, I like what uh, uh, Peterson has been doing so far. Is a lot of misdirections, get, throwing the defense off. But can we throw it, it deep? Yeah, I mean uh, they're trying. <laughs> we. Uh, I was about to say the deep ball. I saw one pass go down the field more than twenty twenty five yards. In this one, it was one of Tracy's first passes, and I have not seen that since. I hope to see it now, but we won't. Here's Robles getting to carry. He'll push the pile forward. Guy's helmet popped off, too, and will pick up about half a yard. Their defense right there, right there to stop him. Little outside run to to Robles, and he had the blockers. They just couldn't block. <laughs> we don't have we don't have these 320 pound offensive linemen that some of these other teams do. Here's the handoff to Robles and he kind of got tripped up I believe on his own guy. Looks like he stumbled and another run play kind of another similar one. I think our run plays are they're not super fancy. I think it's pretty mm-hmm. straightforward. But this is what you were saying before this game, that we were going to run the ball a lot. It has not looked great, though. It does not look great, which we have had success with the past two weeks. was the run game. Before that, not much. Here's Tracy running for his life, and he's sacked in the backfield. Another three and out for the Trailblazers. Wow. Feels like every time we try to go back to pass, we can't. It's just wow. they're right there. They they blitz. Look at that kind of fake blitz that is number 11. That's the safety, Jeremiah Davis, kind of playing up in the linebacker spot. Boy, he looks like a linebacker with that thickness. But kind of his first step was back, acted like he was going to drop back, going to hook the curl, immediately runs to the right, gets the sack in the backfield, went right around the lineman who didn't even see him, got Tracy in the backfield. There's the punt. And it will be fair caught at the 49-yard line. Stephen F. Austin looking good so far in this one. When we come back, they'll try to add to their lead. 10-0 here at Greater Zion Stadium. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. I'm in almost every school bus in classroom. You see me around the neighborhood and you tell me that I'm a pretty good kid. Well, I'm one out of every five children in America, and I'm struggling with hunger. Please visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank for ways to help. Every dollar you donate helps provide eight meals for kids like me. We are Feeding America, brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. 
Hi, I'm Dustin Lynch. You don't have to listen to country music to know that life can be full of drama. Some of it you just can't control, like your girlfriend running out on you with your best friend. But there's some drama that you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. You just need to take that first step and find free classes near you and start moving towards a brighter future and even your college degree. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Hi, I'm Matt Kenseth. You don't have to be a race car driver to know that life can be full of drama. Some of it you can't control, like mechanical issues, high winds, and rain delays. But there's some drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. You just need to take that first step and find free classes near you and leave the drama for the racetrack. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. in action here that's self looking db's got a man out across the 20 yard line and finally tackled a good pickup there in the lumberjacks of Stephen f austin and boy price that they been rolling and that was the man xavier gibson and no pressure he had all day to sit back no there. wonder he looks so calm he he just sat there and he, then he's wide open Make some move. Busted make some coverage. Oh, my. Wow. I mean, you got to give credit when credit is due. Dixie in the 4-3. Here's the handoff. Reed stumbling. And his offensive lineman kind of tackles him, but pushes him forward an extra couple of yards. And there, once again, Miles Reed, the junior running back, picking up some yards. And they're right back to it. No huddle. 10-20 on the clock. Here's the snap. Thrown to the flat. And that is Gibson getting away and finds the red end zone. Touchdown, Lumberjacks. What a play call by their offense. Yes, no huddle. Don't let the defense know what uh, what formation you're in. Quick screen and good blocking. What a move. He had him. Here's the replay thrown immediately to Gibson in the flat. You have Grayson. With a chance on him, and that's that was number nine. That was Devin Perkins, who also had a shot. But, yep, that's a good block and found the right spot to run. And just like that, the kick is up 17 to nothing over the Trailblazers. Still a lot of time left in this one, folks. We'll take a break. But don't forget, you're listening 91-3, the Blaze. Catch Dixie State football here every Saturday. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. 
Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's a good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. I want to thank my mommy for loving me so much. For taking me to the doctor when I broke my foot. For leaving me alone when I wanted to be alone. And And now, as a grown-up, I'm thankful for being able to take care of you, my dear mom. For taking you to your therapies. For understanding that sometimes you simply want to be alone. Roles change without us noticing. That's why AARP gives you the information to provide even better care for your loved one. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Jacob Zimmerman, Bryce Morris, you're on the call on 91.3 The Blaze, bringing you Trailblazer football every Saturday. Dixie's down at home, 17 to nothing. Ten minutes to go in the second quarter, facing off against Stephen F. Austin. And we knew Stephen F. Austin was a good team. They beat Tarleton, who Dixie State lost to last week by 20. Tarleton State won that matchup 20 to 10 at the very beginning of the year. They faced Texas Tech, who was a Division I FBS opponent, and they lost only 22 to 28. Then here's the real kicker here. Sam Houston is the best team in Division I FCS, and they only beat Stephen F. Austin 21 to 20. So that tells you what to, you need to know. Stephen F. Austin is a really good team, and they're not even ranked. So looking ahead at this game earlier in the year, I thought for sure I had the two games circled coming back home, back-to-back, Tarleton State last week, and Stephen F. Austin, I had these circled all year long as a game where Dixie State could potentially pick up their first win of the year. But man, I did not see Tarleton State and Stephen F. Austin having the kind of years that they've had. And even despite neither one of them being ranked, they're still putting beatdowns on teams. And here's Kobe Tracy in the shotgun, rolling out to his right, throws it deep, and it's caught. Got a man downfield complete to number 27, Micah, M- Michael Morton. Michael Morton. Wide open. Morton, sorry. Michael Morton. And the, you got to give credit to Kobe Tracy. I'm creating more time to, for enable for the t- that play to develop. That's a great... Completion there to Moten as Tracy connects finally downfield with a big 20-plus yard bomb. And there is some stoppage here as I hope there's not a yellow flag. Oh, it looked like it got picked up. And I'm not sure where the ball is going to be spotted or what the call was, but we'll have to wait and see. And no flag. 
So play is complete to Moten. Ball on the 44. Here's the slant route. And that is caught by Ricky Johnson. Ricky Johnson with a great grab there on the slant route. He Something took that- off, met the hole, but fell forward, got the first. And following a good effort there from Canelli Robles. Here's Kobe Tracy in the shotgun. Quali Conley to the left. Man in motion. That's Moten in the backfield. Tracy looked downfield and he has to take off, but he is sacked in the backfield. That's number zero, Miles Hurt, the safety. Well, wow, not much there. All, the defense looked good. They, they they didn't blitz that time, and that's why they, he had time. But this, the, the defensive line still had time to get to him and make him shake. And it seems like they'll get a sack for two yards. Ugh. You'll take a two-yard sack, though, from what that could have been. But here is Tracy looking left. Goes back to the middle of the field. A deep one. And just... Overshoots. Oh, is that who I think it is? That is number one. Devin Osborne. Devin Osborne making his first appearance. The 6'8", speedy, lengthy receiver out there for the first time this season in fall Division I play. We've been saying his name all year. Kind of started the year in a play like one, one play, and that was it. Had a hamstring injury, but Devin Osborne is back. Oh. And there's Tracy with nowhere to go. Looked like a miscommunication. As he should have got rid of that. That is a huge sack by multiple Stephen F. Austin defenders. See what they do. Uh, what this defense does on third downs is just full out blitz. No, I don't think there was a miscommunication. I just think they couldn't handle the blitz. I think there was, I think it was supposed to go to Conley in the flat, but a D lineman ran after him and stayed with him. And once again, Miles Hurd picking up another sack, the second one in that possession. And that is a, is that going to be a flag there? No, there's not going to be a flag, but I'm, I'm confused. So there was a fair catch. I the receiver think, faked the fair catch yes. away from where the ball was. And the Dixie State guy hit him. Now, the ball was nowhere in sight, but it was a fair catch. But I don't think that is a penalty. No. So we'll keep it here. No break. 6.54 in the second quarter. And the Trailblazers with yet another empty possession. I thought I thought you were talking about the flag because they we um we there was a little shove after the play. After the play was called dead. So Yeah, it was on the punt returner who faked the fair catch way away from the ball. And here's a run play bouncing it outside. Picks up to there is Reed. Reed's kind of had a lot of success on the day finding that outside gap. I kind of wish we would have our linebackers play a little more towards the edge, towards the tackles, because that's kind of where the Lumberjacks are running the ball. But you, you, it's crazy how well this the, these t- 
tight ends and uh, receivers are just blocking for the runs. Herself with a big pass downfield. Incomplete intended for Xavier Gibson. Xavier Gibson with that speed. You see the separation that he had on that play. Deep throw, but just barely overshot him. Ooh. You know, I'm surprised they're not trying more of these deep passes because Self is getting all day to throw that ball. And having having all day, having five, six seconds to just sit back there, think about what you're going to do later in the day. Here it is again. No pressure. Complete over the middle, but a big hit there from Grayson. But that ball was complete by the big fellow, the tight end, number 82. That's Chad Ani. Grayson, legal hit, lowered the shoulder, got him right in the shoulder. But who was that again? Chad Ani. I think that's how you say his name. There's a throw into the flat, complete to his man. It's number 13, Willie Taylor, the redshirt freshman. Nope. To number 13. So that is Quintivian Borders. What a name. Quintivian. <laughs> Quintivian. The only thing I asked about uh, Chad, um, Ani, was because I could not find him on on the stats. Is not receiving one. That is his first catch. He's a redshirt. This is his redshirt game. Lumberjacks going deep into their depth chart. Face in Dixie State. And this is number 19. Picking up the first down for Stephen F. Austin. This is another guy. I haven't really called his name too much either. That's Mo Wedman. Wow. You know, something I noticed on this roster. I'm not even sure this is allowed. You have two number 13s who both play offense. Wow. I have never heard it's of that. against the rules, folks. <laughs> Disqualify them. <laughs> Stepping up in the pocket. Bounces outside, but he's tripped up by Cajun Smith Bejkowicz and only allows four yards on the carry from Trey Self. This is this is a mobile quarterback. He is more mobile than I thought he was. I thought he was a, a sit-in-the-pocket passer. He can go out and move. Ooh. But when you have all time, all all day like that, Mm. And Dixie State's only rushing four. Why not? <laughs> That's very true. Pistol set here. Stephen F. And down goes Trey Self off the edge. That is Brown. Bradley Brown, number 51, picking up the sack. Yes. Our second sack, I think, of the day. Nice job. It was just, he's getting all day. We finally get to him. And now now I want to say it's third down. Now let's see if we can get to him again on third down. It is third down. It's third and 14. Pistol set. They will run it. And pick up a good chunk of yards now. I wonder if that 
strategy is to try to set up a better position for this fourth down attempt because I don't think they're going to punt it. Is this going to be the field goal unit we're going to see? I think that's what I was thinking too. Is like, are they going to go for the field goal? They got a good chunk of yards. I think they got about seven, eight yards on that run. And it is. The ball is on the 36-yard line. This is going to be one heck of a kick. This kicker has only missed two kick uh, um, field goals this whole this season. Chris Campos. And it is up. Nails it. And it's through. Had wow. plenty of distance. Wow. wow. I thought it might be a little right, but he got it right in there. Do we know what the distance is on that? On a ball that's on the 36? Is that a... Is that, that would a, be a 46. You're a field goal, right? You have the, the holder who's a little further oh. back, too. James would know. James, James Garen is not on the call today. Unfortunately. Uh, it would, I think it's about a 50-yarder. That's he what I was going to guess. We'll check the stats on that, but we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have the official measurement on that last field goal from Stephen F. Austin. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. This is you over 30 years ago. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And this is your mom now. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Roles change without us noticing. That's why AARP gives you the information to provide even better care for your loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Women now make up 37% of the workforce, changing their role forever. Harvard Medical School has now opened its doors to new female applicants. The first woman is now in space. The majority of last year's doctorate degrees were earned by women. We've come so far, but our news is changing for the worse. More women die from heart disease and stroke than men, even though it can be prevented. Make a change at GoRedForWomen.org today. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women. I'm more resourceful than I thought. My suit can still make an impression. My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. That's Goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Hey, Dr. Phil here. You know, I help people solve difficult problems every day, but one problem has me stumped, childhood hunger. Nearly 16 million children in America struggle with it. Luckily, the Feeding America network of local food banks collects surplus food, giving hope to hungry children and their families. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. 91.3, this is where you find Trailblazer football. Two running backs in the backfield. Tracy going to take it himself. 
and will pick up the first down. Look at Kobe Tracy putting the moves on and making the chains advance 10 yards forward. That is good to see. Not forcing anything on third down. And you know what's coming. is a blitz. Because that's what they're going to do on third down. They're going to blitz. So good job finding the hole and not forcing anything. Tracy looking right. Will throw. And that is going to be along the sideline. There's a flag that came out intended for Devin Osborne. Man, it's good to see him back out there on the field. He's another level that they just don't have. And having that deep threat, he's he's probably their fastest guy on the team right now. And he's also the tallest guy. 6'8 receiver. If well, Kobe well, Tracy Kobe Tracy has Osborne open downfield, gun it to him every time. How, t- how tall was Megatron? Tall was Calvin, Megatron? How tall was uh, Calvin Johnson? Who, for who, Megatron, I think he was about 6'5". Was he not? I'm for... He wow! Looked, he looked bigger than he actually was. It's because I don't know. He was a beast. Osborne is huge. I, I, I've ne- this is my first time seeing him. So this is this is new to me. Robles, the man in the backfield, gets the carry, bounces outside. Osborne downfield, trying to pick up a block, and Osborne is hobbling off again. That did not look pretty when he fell to the ground. And Robles is holding his left elbow, too. Looks like we have two injured football players for the Trailblazers out there. As Osborne, I'll kind of describe that after this play. Conley, nowhere to go. So, Osborne was blocking. He got a good block downfield. Now, when Robles was tackled, he and the defender kind of fell onto, onto Osborne. Kind of hit him in the back of the leg. And, man, that was scary. Do you, do you know which leg he injured previously? I have no idea. But all I know is he had the hamstring injury. And Canelli Robles kind of ran right back into the back of his legs. And he immediately got up and just hobbled off the field. And Robles got off holding his elbow, too. And uh, some you never want to see injuries in football. And the crowd is not as deep as it once was as we are just a minute away from halftime. There's a timeout on the field. We'll keep it here. Timeout by Dixie. Man. A minute and 14 left. You know, I think we should call a timeout sooner in the game. Like, let's call a timeout when our defense is up against the wall on a third down. Close to the red zone or in the red zone. Let's call a timeout when the offense is a crucial third down. Maybe you're down 10 nothing. You need something going. Call a timeout. Make sure it's the right play. Read the defense. I don't really know... Why you save all your first, I mean, all your first down. All your touchdowns. No, not your touchdowns. Your timeouts. I'm messing it up till the end of the half. But you could love to get a touchdown. But good play by Conley to get up the first down because that that timeout was on a third down. And Conley making a spin move. Just enough to get the first down. No, no huddle here. I like the no huddle call. As they throw back to Conley. Made a man miss in the flat and picks up another first down, it looks like. 
I don't know if you noticed this, but Keith Davis was wide open on the on the top of the screen. Wide open. No one near him. I don't he did throw the check down though, so I wonder if he's just being safe. Looking left, looking back to the right, a deep pass. Just overshot Johnson, but there's a flag. Yes! A flag! Now let's just hope it's not <laughs> not offense pass interference. And it looks like it's gonna be on defense just because number 22 on defense is upset with it, and here's the call. It is defense. And Osborne is back up on the field, so you that know, is a good sign. I would want to see the number on this, but I'm willing to bet that is one of probably only three pass interference calls on our receivers all year long. Uh, we do from, not a defend, from a defender onto our receiver. I think I've only only seen that maybe once or other twice for the whole season. And immediately off the play action, a deep shot to Osborne. And that is going to be incomplete. That's number 22, Willie Roberts, kind of making up for that flag. So something to say here is that is a good pass. That is a good pass. That's a great play. We love a good play because you see 6'8". Osborne co- covered by number 22 that, on their defense. That and ball's going to be deeper. And he's only 5'10". Throw it over his head. I'm just saying, good play call. You got one-on-one coverage on Osborne. And here's the run to Canelli Robles with a big hole. Robles down inside the 10. Yes, we like Robles. Big fan. Big fan of Robles. <laughs> you, he, when you need him on second and 10... He will get that 12-yard rush. Have you, you met Have you met Drew? I have never met him, no. Go to the HPC. You'll see him in there. Okay. I'll, I'll, I need to go up to him and say, hey, I'm a really big fan of you. <laughs> you know, I wonder how. Yeah, I think he's going to love it. But, I mean, you got that one-on-one coverage on Osborne. Yeah, Just- you got to take it. Right here inside the 10, straight jump ball to the corner to Devin Osborne. Hopefully will be the call. Just you, I, And that's... <laughs> That's when they need Oblad because he overthrows everything. So let's just get Oblad in just to throw that that one touchdown. Dang. <laughs> you know, he doesn't overthrow everything in the flat, but my underthrow stuff. But. Uh, <laughs> we need better. They know it. We know it. Yeah. Dixie State, kind of the thing. There's, there's a lot of things that are holding them back from having a winning record here in D1 play. But one of the first things... That they want to improve Ooh. on is the quarterback play. But there, there is a man down, and I—is there a flag too? There's a flag. Got a late flag. There was an injured oh. trailblazer on the field, and there was a shot to the end zone that went incomplete. I think the injury, the player who got hurt on that play, was the tight end Taylor Taylor Alvarez. Now, Alvarez, I believe, started the year as the third string tight end. If he's hurt, and I haven't seen Jay McEwen or Cade Veach at all in this game, they are down to their fourth tight end now, perhaps. That is not a good sign. Man in motion. That's Moten. And there's a flag right before the play started. And I think the Trailblazers are pointing the other way. Trailblazers are confused. Waiting around here. Refs don't even know what the call is. 
I'm kidding. No? They know. They know. Well, they're trying to decide all the ins and outs. They got to know exactly what they're going to say so they don't sound stupid on the mic. Oh, I love it when refs sound stupid. It's all, I love it. I think it's hilarious because they always are so and serious. False start. The entire offensive line. <laughs> I love that call. False start. Everyone but the quarterback. No, I, or all of them but the center, wasn't it? False start. Everyone but the center. <laughs> Five-yard penalty. First down. I, I could, they showed the replay, and I couldn't tell. Maybe you just pick up and swallow oh, the flag there. Was on the defense. Nice. Ball on the two-yard line. Can they punch it in? Robles. No. Falls two yards short. Now, timeout here, I'm assuming, by Dixie. Yep. Nine seconds Nine left. Nine seconds left. Now, Dixie gets the ball in the second half, and this is the kind of sequence that is huge for Dixie's day. Each week... You've heard us say this the last couple of broadcasts. We've been saying it all year long. Right before the half, something bad, heartbreaking happens for Dixie State that kind of takes out their their motivation Just don't, in the second don't half. Don't jinx it. <laughs> no, and, uh, this this is going to change. We're gonna it's going to change right here, It's going to change Price. right now. This is going to be the game that changes it. We've got the shot at Paul Peterson, and he's looking around, thinking... Boy, what do I call on this play? You see the cheerleaders on the side getting into it, men see, and women. So, no, you think, okay, you put your mind in Paul Peterson right now. I'm, yeah. I'm asking you as a head coach. <laughs> hey, coach, we don't want a field goal here. We want a touchdown. We get the ball at the end of the half, but we want a touchdown. We want, you got, it's third and two, one timeout. You really have two shots for it. Even, even if it's fourth down, you're going for it. Right? Right, Paul yes. Peterson? Yes. 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 20 to 3 versus 20 to nothing. You got to go for the points here, the big points. And here's I formation. Here's the handoff to Robles, and that is swallowed for no gain. And the clock is still moving. Down to three seconds. And Price. Man, I, I, I got to think that. The offensive line is not dominating the D-line of Stephen F. Austin. And you line up in goal line there, third and short, right on the two, in I formation. I think it was pretty obvious it, that it, Robles was going to get the ball. They know where the ball's going. So yeah. here's what I say. Put Osborne on the opposite side. Make the offense spread out. I mean, make the defense spread out. Okay. See what the coverage is. If the if the defense is spread out, it's going to be one on one. If it's one on one, then you're going to Osborne, right? You have to. But if they go, if they even send one person over to cover Osborne, this is the kind of situations where practice is supposed to pay off. You're supposed to practice like a thousand jump balls over the off season and, and training camp and fall for Osborne and these guys. And this is where you put it to work. This is where you show oh, no. all those practice reps. But nope, they're going with Brooksby. You Connor. know, no, you know, as Paul Peterson is like, hey, let's just get points on the boards, all right? But you'd much rather have a touchdown. Going, I mean, I guess, I guess as a head coach, you're like, hey, we kind of have momentum. They stopped us. We have the chance. But it's just, 
It's you'd much rather have that as a touch. You'd much rather have that. Two-yard line. Getting stopped. Three times. Was it three times or two times? Two times. Three. Oh, my gosh. Trailblazers going to the half. Down 17. Your score at Greater Zion Stadium, 20-3. to When we come back here in a couple minutes, we're going to have the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln halftime show right here on 91.3 The Blaze. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Hi, this is Josh Groban. My favorite thing about music is its ability to inspire and nourish the soul. That's why I'm proud to work with Feeding America, an organization that inspires hope for families in need and helps nourish the 16 million kids in this country struggling with hunger. The Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and helps get it to kids in need, but they can't do it alone. Find out how you can help at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Maria Menunos coming to you with some urgent news impacting families across America. Studies reveal that one in five children in America are struggling with hunger. That's nearly 16 million children. The good news is that the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks is helping to get surplus food to children and families facing hunger. But they can't do it alone. Find out how you can help at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, this is John Androsik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. your pets and this song's dedicated to those people who don't have health insurance yet enroll we say we want you to be okay enroll we say take care people for goodness sake health insurance is now affordable and covers prescriptions hospitalizations and preventive care visit getcoveredamerica.org to learn more and take care people Brought to you by Get Covered America and the Ad Council. Get out to the forest and discover the wonders of nature with your family, just like Blue, Jewel, and the whole Rio flock. Let the kids connect to their roots. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah! Let's rock this jungle. Fresh air. What a glorious morning. Clean water. Woohoo! This is great. And endless surprises. Yo, this is untapped territory. How amazing. (laughs) Visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. This is Savannah Guthrie with an urgent story developing all across America. Despite having more than enough food available, there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks engages local communities in solving hunger by collecting surplus food giving hope to hungry kids, but they need your help. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. 
Hey, Nick Cannon here. So we all know we've got a lot of talent in America. But unfortunately, there's something else we've got way too much of. Childhood hunger. 17 million kids struggle with it in this country. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gather surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey everybody, Rachel Ray here. Nothing brings a bigger smile to my face than cooking up a big meal for the whole family and lots of friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in our country who struggle with hunger. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids. But they can't do it without your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln Halftime Show. That's right. We are halfway through this one. Two quarters in the books at Greater Zion Stadium. And Price Morris, Jacob Zimmerman here bringing you the call. And Price, I'm going to go over some team stats for our audience. But if you've been listening along to this game, these stats should not be surprising. 13 to 10. In favor of Stephen F. Austin, that's the first downs. How about passing yards? Dixie State had only five at the end of the first quarter. They got up to 55, though, before the half. But Stephen F. Austin with 128 yards in the air, but they've really been doing it on the ground, folks. 112 to 36 in the rushing totals from the first half. Let's get into some individual stats for Dixie State. Kobe Tracy making his first start. Of the year. He's 4 of 10, but he's kind of been running for his life back there. Is Boy, does FSA, SFA like to blitz a lot. Four sacks so far on the day. Moten has 31 yards receiving. No trailblazer has two grabs on the day. That is where you are really missing Jalen Powell. And the big news out of your receivers, we got to see. Devin Osborne, finally on the field once again. He came back there. Looked like we first saw him there in the second quarter. A deep bomb from Tracy went incomplete. Another one later in the second quarter attempted for Osborne as well, but that one was incomplete. You got Conley with 10 receiving yards, Johnson with 9, Alvarez with 5, who's kind of having to step up. Looks like McEwen and looks like Kate Veach are both not going to play today for rushing. Kelly Robles has 43 yards in this one. Not quite averaging four yards on the ground, but he's having a pretty solid day. Had 82 last week, and so far he is on pace. If they keep giving him the carries, he will get over 80 yards on the day. Some other rushers. Kobe Tracy has seven attempts on the day. 
as I mentioned, he's kind of running for his life. Some of those he cuts up field. He has 26 yards gained, but the net with the sacks and everything accounted for is minus eight total yards, and that's kind of where the rushing attack attack stops. How about Stephen F. Austin? Trey Self has been killing it. Price, you called it before the game. Who's going to have a good one? Has a touchdown. No picks. He's only got sacked twice. Has 128 yards, and he is 10 of 15. But they've also been running the ball really successfully. Reed, 82 yards on the ground and 13 carries. You also got, got guys like Jones, Thompson, Self, chipping in on the run category as well. They have 18, 16, and 17 yards, respectively. Price. With all those stats listed and everything that we've seen there in the first half, what has been your takeaway? My takeaway is, well, like we expe- I expected some of this. I did not expect the rushing game from um, uh, Stephen F. Austin to be as good as it is. But I did expect the passing from them is accurate, deep throws. You know, it's just it, he's. I think he's a very consistent quarterback. But I also want to compliment our quarterback for not throwing an interception. This, these corner, all these cornerbacks have two interceptions. I want to say on the year, this this team thrives off of turnovers. We have he's not thrown an uh, interception, but he has taken four sacks. I will say that, and he's not he's not, and he's not as accurate as I would like him to be. He is four of 40 percent, and it's just. It, it it's like you have to take away the what's good from it, but you also there's the obvious stats that are just forty percent is just not what you want to see. It's it, it's, it's tough because we are all saying the same thing. But if we were in Kobe Tracy's position, we would be oh boy. What can you even do in this situation when you feel like Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl constantly yeah, running out of the pocket? Pretty much any play designed to go longer than three yards before it's out of Will's, not out of Willstead, out of Tracy's hands should probably be scrapped from the playbook entirely because we just don't have those Division One recruits at offensive line right now. And I mean, Kobe's doing the best that he can. Let's I mean, be real. Yeah. Like, given all the situation, he's doing the best that he can, the best that he can be expected to do. Your defense has kind of started to slide here in the past couple of weeks. I've kind of started to notice that. Normally it takes until the second half or late in the second quarter for them to break. But to be honest, the week last week against Tarleton, ever since that Montana game where the defense looked great in the first half, they have not been the same. They haven't been the same defense that I've been seeing. And I I don't know why, but part of me thinks when you're getting stop after stop, we saw them get a good stop there, first the, possession. I Okay. The offense I, turns around and does nothing with it. That yes. is really mentally draining for the defense. And when you're putting that much effort forth for it to not be worth anything, it, it starts to be of a question of what am I even doing this for? Okay, okay, okay. I do not think our defense has played that bad. And, l- and let me say this: okay, if I was going to come in to tell you right before the game, our defense is going to allow, allow two touchdowns before until uh, halftime, would you have believed me? Only allow two touchdowns. 
Maybe, but I would have been like, all right, there's going to be some field goals in yeah, there, too. But that's the thing. Red zone. Our defense is stopping them. We've, st- we've stopped them twice in the red zone. Like, okay, so it's— But the problem is that they're getting there in the first place, too, because— Yeah. And our D—let's de- let's look at that time pos- of possession here in the team stats. It's 17-12. to 12. It's 17-46 to 12-14, and when your defense is— out on the field way more than the opposing defense. They're going to get a lot tired faster. And so you do have a good point there with it not being entirely the defense's fault, but I think it kind of just goes back and forth. When one thing isn't working, the other one isn't working either. That's very true. That is very true. We will take a break here in our Ken Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln halftime show. When we come back, we'll kind of put a bow on this preview the second half a little bit, and then the third quarter will start. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer, and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre, and I wanted to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre, and I wanted to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, and of course, companionship. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. Fantastic cat. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the dog show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch snuggling, ball chasing, face licking, and of course, companionship. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive, and now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance so common with this group. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for fast. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. 
Wildfires burn millions of acres across the country each year. And each year, wildland firefighters battle to contain them, but they can't do it alone. For some communities, it's not a question of if wildfires strike, but when. Get fire adapted. Learn what you can do now to reduce wildfire damage later at fireadapted.org. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Learn more at fireadapted.org. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome back here on 91.3. You're listening to the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln Halftime Show. But it's about done, folks. It's 20-3, to and the players are back out on the field for half number two, quarter number three. They're stretching. They're getting all ready. Pretty much all of Stephen F. Austin's team is out there on the field. A couple trailblazers are there as well. We just had our analysis of the first half, and... You know, there was really not a whole lot to talk about. It's kind of been the same story. Dixie State not doing the best in time of possession. First downs, third down, giving up too many rushing yards, giving up too many passing yards, and not getting enough success on offense. So here we are again. But I think it's time that we start to preview kind of some other things that are going around in the sports world. I know you're driving around in your car. Maybe not, but you're wondering, man, what are those other Sports that we haven't heard much about, and I'll kind of take this time to run through those during the halftime show. So right now, the final scores from college football in the ESPN app. SMU got the win 55-26 to on Thursday. It was a game on Wednesday. Appalachian State upset Coastal Carolina 30-27. to But how about the games today, Jacob? UTSA, 45-16 to over Louisiana Tech. San Diego State is up 20. No, they it's final. 20-14 to over Air Force. Alabama, I guess Tennessee was winning at some point. Did not matter. They stormed back 52-24. to Wow. Oregon edges out UCLA. Oregon is ranked at number 10. Survived a close one, 34-31 over the Bruins. And then in Pittsburgh. They beat Clemson. Man, Clemson is really down bad this year. 27-17. to Old Miss beats LSU. LSU is also another team that's down. 31-17. to Iowa State knocks off Oklahoma State. Another top 10 team falls. 24-21 is the score there. Wisconsin upsets Purdue. 30-13. to Wake Forest handles Army 70 to 56. Illinois beats number seven Penn State. Look at that. Two top 10 teams falling on another exciting Saturday in college football. Michigan beats Northwestern 33 to 7. Oklahoma holds on to beat Kansas 35 23. Cincinnati beats Navy one score game 27 to 20. And a couple games that are still going on right now Texas AM. Killing South Carolina, that one's basically over. Notre Dame is beating up on USC. That one's basically the same thing. Ohio State 
54 to 7 over Indiana. And the closest game right now is Miami, NC State. 9.45 left in the ballgame. Miami's got the ball down three. But Price, I'm going to let you name off some current NBA scores going on right now. So going on right now, we got Bucks up by seven against the Spurs. Three minutes left in the fourth quarter. A one, oh, it just switched on me. Ten, minute, uh, ten points up with uh, two minutes left. With 11.15 to 1.05. Then we got Suns and Blazers. And the Blazers are up by 13, 45 to 32. Now, uh, some final games that are already over. Pacers win in overtime against the Heat, 102-91. Then we got Mavericks beat the Raptors, 103 to 95. Timberwolves beat the Pelicans, 96 to 89. And then Cavaliers beat the Hawks, 101 to 95. Bill, uh, Bulls win against the Pistons, 97-82. to 82. And a game that is our late game tonight is the Grizzlies and Clippers just started. 0-0. So, Price, earlier in the day, I went down to the William Hill Sportsbook at Eureka in Mesquite, Nevada, where it is legal to bet on sports. And I did partake in this event because it is legal over there. So I bet I placed a point spread bet in an eight team parlay for all the NBA games. And you know, it was over really before it even started. The Hawks <laughs> lost to the Cavaliers and that shut me down. And the Pacers beat the heat. That also I did not pick, but I believe every other game will go according to how I had it. So, Dang Ricky Rubio. Wow. But the game <laughs> is back underway, folks. The game is back, and there's Canelli Robles. Robles! <laughs> Running all the way down to the 48-yard line. Price Morris is Drew Canelli Robles' number one fan for whatever reason. <laughs> and uh, Robles, patient there, bounced outside. Look at the vision. Tackled there, kind of around the neck, but tough running back there. And the play before that we that we missed was amazing catch, sideline catch by Ricky Johnson that we were able to catch. And now fault fraction of the neutral zone, I think, by defense. I think yes, I think up. that's going to be the call. The camera is right on big number seven for Stephen F. Austin. That is Dennis. I'm just going to call him Dennis. I don't even think I want to <laughs> attempt to pronounce. And, and you are right when you say big, though. Name. He's six. 290 at, at six foot. So he's thick. He's a, yeah, he's a. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Draw him offsides big. Osagidi? Osagidi. That's what I'm going to say. I, I, I'll just go with you. <laughs> Dennis Osagidi. Osborne on the field. That's such a great sight to see at the bottom of the screen. There's the handoff to Robles. Offensive line getting a better push here in the second half. I'm noticing as Robles is able to pick up four. See, now you know what the defense is always going to give you. They're going to always blitz. So now now as a coach or as a play caller, you're trying to figure out what can you do to work around the constant blitz that they are going to have. 
Interesting set from Dixie State that we've been seeing so far in the second half. Rolling out to the left is Tracy who throws it. But a bit of a collision there from two Stephen F. Austin defenders as that one was intended for Keith Davis. Here's the replay. He faked it to Robles. Rolled out to the left. Turn the feet, turn the shoulder, throw it. And a little too high there from Keith Davis. Keith Davis got pancaked on that. He trying, was trying fine. To, yeah, he just, like, the two defenders fell he, and he, he ate, stood up. He ate two hits. Ball into Lumberjack territory. Here's the handoff to Robles, who stays on his feet and is able to pick up a couple extra yards, but he's going to get the first down. What a run by Robles. So just, he, he initially stopped, wasn't going to get the first down, somehow spun out of it, and then got the first down. That's why I'm a fan of him, you Definitely know. Definitely been <laughs> impressed with Robles' performance over the last two weeks. His number two, back in that pistol set, has looked good here to start off the third quarter. From pistol to shotgun. Johnson in motion. Here's the handoff again to Robles. He's got room. Out cross, making a man miss, but it's tripped up at the last second. He got all the way down to the 18-yard line. Man, if he stayed on his feet there, oh, he could have had one. I don't know if you noticed, but I got really excited. <laughs> but he just tripped one man to beat at the 20, 20-yard line. He is down, but oh, my gosh. And, and he, he knew, knew it. He, he knows knew he might have had it. He knew it. Oh, man. It's one of the best runs we've seen from Robles on the year. 12.20 on the clock. Trailblazers moving. I'm liking this formation we're seeing. It's a pistol set, but you got a full back to the right. And here is the snap. A dump ball to the end zone to Osborne, and it is intercepted. Stephen F. Austin's number 22 lockdown corner, Willie. Roberts with the pick, and he is shaking. And, and, yeah, he is da- he is down. Made a catch, but he just. I think oh. he got the wind knocked out of him. I think that is an official interception. I didn't see anything yeah, on I th- the field that looked register otherwise. That was a good play call, but. In an outstanding vertical there from the DB of Stephen F. Austin. You got to get that ball just a little higher to where only Osborne can. I mean, he's 6'8. That's, that's how you know you got to get it up higher. Yeah, I'm uh, slightly underthrown, and it ends in a pick and a really promising possession. You, they for were, Dixie State. I know, I know. And I bet, I bet Robles is just like, I had one man to beat, and then. We throw. We go through the interception. I. I. I just. How do you feel after that? Heartbroken. <laughs> the story of Dixie State season so far. When we come back, more Trailblazer football on ninety-one-three. The Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. 
Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. So, you know, I'm a dog, and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket, but it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place, and then they act so surprised when I find them, but I'm like, hello, that's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. It's an exciting time to be a trailblazer. Dixie State in their first Division I fall schedule. After that drive, an interception there thrown from Tracy. Stephen F. Austin back on offense and running it with their running back, Reed. Something you forgot to mention about this game, it's homecoming. Yes. I mean, said it earlier in the broadcast, but you're right. Good time to remind it's homecoming. Doesn't really feel like it because we don't really have much of a no homecoming dance. Not a lot of not a lot of events. Period on Dixie State campus. Change that. But there is falling the second and seven. It was a screenplay out to number eleven for Stephen F. Austin. But geez, Devin Chandler. Read that super well. It was no gain on the play. Here is Trey. Trey Self all day to throw. And that one tipped out of the hands of his receiver. That's going to be incomplete. But you know what? That was a catchable ball thrown to Larry Jones. Yeah. Um, what it didn't, I think what happened is was he was looking down for Xavier Gibson, his number one receiver, but he fell down. He was down. So I, I think he just was like, might as well go for the check down. Check, check down and catch it. So that was a good check down, but just, I mean, kind of slightly on the throw on the money. But that's it's just that's still a, a ball that you got to grab. Oh, yeah. But good three and out by Dixie. Keith Davis back to return. So even when the offense is giving you nothing, the defense will still give you something. Davis runs right, cuts back up field. And is tackled from behind, but a decent return from Davis. Well, he ran back a little bit, so he probably only gained about four or five yards on the on the return. Number five, Keith Davis, coming off the field. Dixie will take over on offense in just a few moments after a quick couple of words from our sponsor. 
You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Okay, forest animals, today is a new day. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow. Yes? Have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. Okay, River. Dude. How's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. Perfect for a little riverside shoeless relaxation. Ah, good. Owl, you hear? Cool. Who's asking? I am. Look, you know the drill. Sleep during the day, scare the kids at night. Perfect. I love my job. Uh, Oak Tree? What's up? Still in the same place I left you last year. That's what I like. Consistency. Well, it's not like I'm going anywhere for the next couple hundred years. I know. I love it. Uh, Turtle. Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, he's late every morning. You'd think he would have learned by now to leave the night before our meetings. Okay. Squirrel. Has anybody seen Mr. Squirrel? The forest has been preparing just for you. Visit a forest near you today. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. This is a public service announcement test from TakeMeFishing.org to determine if you need a fishing license and boat registration before heading out on the water. Let us begin. Are you a bear? Do you have a beak? Do you have plumage? Please tell me you answered no, which means you need to get a fishing license and have your boat registered because it helps local conservation efforts protect the very natural resources you enjoy boating and fishing in for generations to come. Do your part at TakeMeFishing.org. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. We're back in the action. Trailblazers are on offense again and handing it right back off to the man, your man, Price, Drew Canelli Robles. I don't know if you can call him my man. Oh, he's your man. <laughs> I'll say I'm a fan of this man, but... You're a fan of this man? Yes. The Eminem here on the mic? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're like Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I'll go with Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Pistol set. Rolling out to the right on the play action. It's complete to Conley. A little stutter step. Gets upfield, gains a couple yards on the play. That's going to set up third and medium for the Blazers. Now, what do you expect here as a uh, Blazer? Blitz, right? So what do you do? Slants. Let's see if that's what the call is. Or will they give it to Robles? Graphic shows second and five, but I believe it's... Third down. Yep, it's third down on the field. Here's the snap. Shotgun. Looking deep. He's got Osborne. Complete. Across midfield. And look at Devin Osborne picking up his that break open. Of course we're stumbling on our words. We don't know what to say. We're not used we, to we, seeing we, that. I think this is my first one ever. We're not used to seeing <laughs> a big breakaway play like that from our Trailblazers. And we were... We didn't even know what to say. <laughs> wow. Can't see us, but we were excited. Had our hands up. Oh, yeah. That was one of those where 
you would let the crowd roar kind of commentate itself. Oh, yeah. Because we don't have the actual... We're not there. But look at that. Robles with the run of the year. That's that's the run of the year for Dixie State. Made a ton of guys miss. Boy, is he shifty. And the whole team was out there to celebrate with him. Oh, yeah. We'll take a break. Dixie State gets on the board with a touchdown. They're down 20-10 to 10 with plenty of time left in this one. Despite all of their mistakes, this is still a we winnable a ball game. We got a we got game. A ball game here in St. George, Utah. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. What if you didn't care about being on the fast track instead of flying to the big interview? What if you flew somewhere else altogether? like a village in Botswana or a tiny island in the Pacific where needs are easy to see. What if you decided to share your skills with others and help someone else get ahead? Peace Corps. Life is calling. How far will you go? To find out more, call 800-424-8580 or visit peacecorps.gov. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Trailblazer football here on 91.3 The Blaze. Jacob Zimmerman and Bryce Morris. And wow, we kind of lost our words there on that last touchdown call is we didn't know what to say is Drew Robles broke it open 50 yard touchdown run he took it a distance and now when looking at those team stats we did our Ken Garf St. George Ford Lingen halftime show a couple minutes ago and boom like that things have turned around in the statistics for Trailblazers 14 first downs for Stephen F. Austin, 15 for the Blazers. Look at that. Now, some of them point out is the rushing yards. 127 to 115. We are winning not only the first down battle, but we're winning the rushing battle as well. And the passing yards are still about where they were at the half. 90 for Dixie State. Well, at the end of the first quarter, it was only five. Yeah. So this is a way more improvement. And the key stat of the day. 5 of 10 on third down for Dixie State. That's the best I've seen on the year. And everyone was hyped for Dixie State. The crowd went wild. And the Blazers are making this one interesting, folks. But the real question here, can the defense pick up another stop? Or will Trey Self and the Lumberjacks of Stephen F. Austin hand it to him? Here's the handoff to Reed, and Reed not really going to go much as he was met around. That was Max Christensen. Yeah. And you want to know something about him? I went to the same high school as him. Skyview High School. Max Christensen the third. is also a media studies major here at Dixie State. I did not know that. I've talked to him. 
before in person. Might have him on my show here in a couple of weeks. There was Devin Chandler there on the tackle. And look at that. Two run plays for the Lumberjacks. Kind of going nowhere. Their offense is not looking like what it did to start the game. See, now I'm going to wonder. Are you Now, as a pass mainly team, are you going to start passing more? Are they going to start passing more? Are they going to stick away from the run? I think they've kind of been playing it safe, playing it easy, trying to not really showcase a whole lot of their playbook against a team like Dixie State. But so far, it's not working so well. But finding the outside is Xavier Gibson, the man, the leading receiver on the squad. And he found a hole there to run on the outside, and he will pick up the first down. These screenplays that this team does is insane. They constantly do screenplays because they know their wide receivers can block. It's constant. And, and they, they do it all the time. Th- these receivers can block for them, and so they do screenplays. Miles Reed there with the carry, and, you know, that's a really good point, Price. Uh, kind of have used that to their advantage. We saw a touchdown there from Gibson, and that would not have happened without a great block from his receiver. And here's Trey Self in the backfield again. Steps up in the pocket. This one is a high-arcing ball. Tipped up. And oh, no! That got tipped about three times and right into the hands of Xavier Gibson, who ran it in untouched. An unlucky bounce. Wow. See, and if you are defensive safety, I think it was our safety that did it. And it was two of them. Two of our guys tipped it up. Two, it was a lob. Kind of, so we had time to pick. Uh, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Should have been batted down. Should have been batted down. With Grayson back there. It was Perkins who tipped it up. Grayson got a hand on it, but tipped it right in the air. And it went right to Gibson. That should have been a three and out, but turns into a touchdown. And, you know, that right there is going to be the defining moment of the game. When yeah. Dixie State, despite having no success for several drives in a row, the defense holds them, holds them, holds them. And then finally, just something really unfortunate and unlucky. And Grayson had the ball kind of tipped to him and he was he was kind of he was kind of running away from it. He he had his hand back and he tipped it. And that's natural instinct. You're gonna try to grab the ball. But from trying to get the pick, he hit it up in the air instead of swatting it down. And Grayson's been our best defensive player on the year. And it sucks to see him hit it right to Gibson, who scored. I know. It it is rough. And it's heartbreaking. But it's just, it was right to him. And it's heartbreaking. Right after we score, they come down. And this is a big play team. We got to remember that. They can they are able to come back with these big plays at any time. Not only off of tip passes, but on any play. There's the kickoff that sails into the end zone too deep for Davis to return. We'll take a break here on 913 when we come back. Dixie's offense will try to respond after giving up that tragic touchdown. 
You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. That run play, not quite to the same success as the last play we saw from Drew Canelli Robles. But it's not as bad as it could have been. What you didn't see is what it was a, I don't know if it, it was just an outside run. And they, he stopped before the line of scrimmage, and he was able to make it a two-yard gain. Just moving around, Robles just, and I think he's incredible. I think he's fascinating. <laughs> and there is Kobe Tracy making guys miss, but is finally taken down for a sack. There and is I, a flag on the field, though. It's going to be holding. It probably is, but, you know, I'm just saying. It's going to be holding. This is going to... Probably beat decline because it's a sack anyway, and boom, grabbing the wrist from the referee in the zebra stripes. That's a holding, and declined like you were you were correct. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> six thirty left to go in the third quarter, and talking about your man Drew Canelli Robles. Robles, look at that. Name it off, Price. 136 yards on the day with averaging of 77 yards per rush. Kind of bobbling the snap there, but Tracy fires it off anyway to Osborne. Hitting the ground as he catches it. Complete. Ooh, looks short from the first. He know he knows he was close. Gets up frustrated. And this defense is short, just kind of a short pass. And I think Osborne... As a tall, lengthy receiver, he knows that guys are going to want to hit him a lot. And he's used to kind of catching the ball and just immediately going down with it in traffic. There was one of those times where if he had just stayed up for a little bit longer and not kind of fell down as he grabbed it when he didn't need to, he would have fell forward. All six, eight of them would have fell forward and got two more yards. He's six, eight. That's two yards. (laughs) That's right. You can do math. (laughs) <laughs> but, but no, what I was trying to say is this defense constantly bringing pressure on Tra- uh, Kobe Tracy. And he that time he just sat in, the, sat in the pocket, was letting it collapse around him, and then was able to find um, Osborne on the curl. It is, it is an impressive play from Kobe Tracy. Even though it wasn't a first down. He is still throwing 50% completion rate in a game that... If I had to bet, I would say he would not have been at 50% at this point of the game. But there's a run play. I bet you would have um, also thought that he threw an interception, too. He has he not. Did. He did. That one to Osborne. Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. I forgot. My bad. That run was from Corbin White. I think this is the first time we're seeing White in that running back. Up 17, late in the third. Against Dixie State. So Corbin White is their number one leader in rushing yards coming into this. Interesting. I, that's something we've seen in a lot of games this year. 
is I don't know why, but it appears like there's sometimes that against Dixie State, they start the backup running back or they give the backup running back more yards than the feature back, kind of give him an off day. I don't know what it is, but maybe just a lot of teams on this level in FCS like to have multiple running backs who could on any given day be their leading rusher. Trey Self looking left. That's a good catch there from Gibson, snagging it in, but he's going to be stopped short of the first down and another stop there from the Dixie State defense. Now let's see if this offense can do something about another three and out. And you got to feel for the defense. They are getting stops. They're playing well enough to have picked up a win already in the year, but they do not have a win. 0-6. Oh, There's a shot of Malaki. Malaki making the tackle to force a fourth down and three. Someone's name we did not mention much last week. Malaki Malaki. Yeah. Kind of had an off game. And there is Davis. Spun around, only picks up about three. We'll take a break here on 91.3 The Blaze. When we come back, Jacob Zimmerman, Price Morris will have the call. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. was a pass in the flat to who else but Robles. And here is a pass in the screen. Once again, not once again, this one to Conley, but that one is met in the backfield. That's number 23. That's Bruce Harmon, redshirt freshman corner, coming into the game, getting a nice lick on Quali Conley. Now, something we've seen from this offense that we haven't seen a lot this year is the double running back set that they've been doing. They, they have Robles and Conley out. Normally, we see one or the other out. They have, are having a lot of both of them. I think that is a good threat to have on offense for Dixie State. Here's Tracy. Going to have to get rid of it. He's hit as he throws. That one thrown right to Devin Osborne, who is not playing. <laughs> he is on the sideline. Yes. So, but no, another third down just instantly has pressure. It, it, it is frustrating to see this. But just, um, and, and that's the best thing you can do is just throw it away. Man, they got to find somehow, some way to get more blocking. Have both your running backs standing there. There's a punt going on right now. Have both your running backs stand in there. 
and pass block. Max protect, maybe throw in a tight end to chip at the end if he's going off, and have Devin Osborne there on the outside and just gun it to him. Well, they had a fullback out in at one point, and we were trying to figure out who that was. I don't think we found him on the roster. No, and it's just they, they, he came in for a few plays, and he seemed like he was doing a good job. He was the one that helped Robles out for that we big play. We have not seen a fullback in any game up until now. J.C. State runs the spread offense. They like to have two receivers, a tight end, a running back, a quarterback out there on the field. Sometimes three receivers out there on the field. And there was Trey Self almost making a beautiful play thrown from the sideline, but looks like Gibson kind of just couldn't come up with it. Kind of an unconventional play as Trey Self faced some pressure, came across the sideline, just chucks it, but you had an open... Uh, Gibson downfield who really just dropped the ball. He did. And something that is really underrated about uh, Trey Self's game is that coming into this game, he was the third leading rusher on this team. He can get out and run. We haven't seen Self run a whole lot, but here it might be. Nope, stays in the pocket, gets rid of it, and just a smart decision to throw it into the dirt with a lot of white jerseys around the ball. And uh uh-oh, maybe looks like Self is limping just a little bit after that last play. We get the replay here because he kind of stepped up, had to shift out to his left, had Webster chasing him, then hit at the end for Malaki Malaki, maybe a twisted ankle there. Oh, he did grab his ankle at the end of the play. But tough as nails as a lot of these guys are, and that quarterback really don't have to run downfield. He can just stand back in the pocket like he has all day. A little screen pass on third and 10 is incomplete. And just like that, another three and out. Was that a three and out? Yeah. They didn't get a first down there. Our defense is winning this game. Our offense isn't. Our defense is playing winning ball. I mean, 27 points does not really reflect the performance they've played. You had that, well, that one really tip. unfortunate yeah. double tipped there. How often do you, two of your DBs get a tip on the ball, but then the offense still ends up with a 60-yard touchdown pass? You don't get that often. No. Even in high school, you don't get that. I mean, that looked kind of like the Auburn play. Oh. But it was even, it was another tip, too. It was yeah. wild. It is. And it was, I don't know, what can you say about it? Not you. That one is just the the college football gods <laughs> looking down at Greater Zion Stadium and saying, Trailblazers, I don't know if you're ready just yet to pick up your first win of the year. Maybe you need a little bit more learning experience that'll pay off in the long run. Were they not looking at the game for a little bit and they're like, this isn't supposed to be a game? And then they just... Just like that. <laughs> if if we had James here, James would tell us exactly what the spread was of this game. But when we did go down to William Hill, when I went down, um, I didn't see a line for Dixie State. Now, I wouldn't bet on my own team for a game I have to call. I'm not going to do that. But didn't see the line. 
I think you would have to go to some other sports book, some other app. If you happen to go to Mesquite a lot to bet on sports games. But that's how it was last week. There wasn't a spread, was there? Sometimes there isn't. Sometimes there's... There is. It's... Oftentimes there'll be just some other some other person who puts out their own spreads. But... That was a run to Robles who... That guy fights for every single yard. And that will bring us... Oh, this is you. That'll take us to the fourth quarter. You're on 91.3 The Blaze. You're listening to Trailblazer Football. Jacob Zimmerman, Price Morris. We'll be right back for the final quarter of this one. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Hi, I'm Mia Hamm. As a professional soccer player, I know how rewarding sports can be and how quickly injuries happen. So I've teamed up with the American Association of Orthodontists to ask athletes to play it safe. With my years of training, I know what it takes to become an expert, and orthodontists do too. They're the experts who help people obtain healthy, beautiful smiles. Wear mouth guards, face masks, and helmets to prevent injuries. Keep smiling and visit braces.org. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Man, it does not feel like this should be a 27-10 ball game. Us Trailblazer fans feel a little robbed here in this one as uh, just a couple plays that could have gone Dixie State's way, and we would have a one-possession game. What do I mean, Jacob? Well, if you go back before the half, they got stopped multiple times within two yards of the end zone and settled with a field goal before the half. Then they threw a pick while in the red zone, essentially, that almost completed to Devin Osborne. If you just get a field goal out of that possession, that would be seven more points that you would have in the ballgame. Then say you take away that really unfortunate double tip up in the air, play that ended in a Xavier Gibson touchdown for SFA. If those couple plays go Dixie State's way, the score is 20 to 17, actually. Yeah. 20 to 17. But that is not the case. Price, as you mentioned, it is 27 to 10. And boy, down 17. Still 15 minutes left in this one, but Dixie State is going to need a score here, get a stop, get another quick score, and then maybe get a onside kick converted. It's, What's the game plan here? The game plan is we need – okay. Our, it's, our defense is doing everything right at this point. Our defense is doing everything right. It's our offense. Our offense just needs to capitalize. Now, defense – the one thing that is concerning about the defense is not giving up those big plays. This team is capable of doing those big plays. We got to still watch out for them. It is good that we're getting pressure and we are stopping the, uh, the, uh, sorry, Stephen F. Austin on the line. We are stopping them quick. Now, we still got to watch out for Gibson. He is capable of that speed 
to get those big plays. So it is, it's honestly looking at these stats, it looks like a close game. Just looking at the stats. Yep. 16 to 16 first down. We got more rushing attempts. More. Time, of, time of possession is a lot closer than it used to be. It's 23-52 to 21-08 in favor of Stephen F. Austin. Now look at that third down efficiency. It was 5-11 to 11 for Stephen F. Austin. And for us, it's 5-12. to 12. It is a close. It, statistically, it looks like a close game. And it really should be a close game. And they're playing a lot better than they did last week against Charlton State. A lot better, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And the offense has kind of had some some flashes here and there that have really impressed me. I think with Osborne coming back, man, imagine if we still had Jalen Powell in the game. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Who I, knows? And is it this new quarterback? We have a different quarterback. Here's the handoff. As the edge is Canelli Robles, he's going to pick up a great chunk, maybe about 20 yards, and gets all the way out to midfield. Who says you need to pass the ball, even though you're down 17? Robles says that. <laughs> Robles says, hey, just give me the ball. I'll take up all the slack that, uh, that our offense is giving. So is it – I was about to ask before I got, got inter- interrupted by amazing Robles. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say – Kobe Tracy is just the only thing different. If you remember last week, defense before, scored before the offense did. I'd say the main difference is Robles is playing well. But still down 17. The scoreboard is not too much different than the Tarleton State game. And you can look at all these stats. You can look at the improvement week in and week out. But at the end of the day... The final score is the final score. Now, Conley looks like he just made a good catch. And they're going to count it. Yeah. So, kind of interesting set again. Robles picking up some steam. Still turning those legs. Another 20-yard gain. And, wow, could we see Drew Canelli-Robles potentially get to 200 yards rushing in this game? How close is he? He must be dang close. He's got 182 net. Oh, my gosh. 182 net for Drew and Ellie Robles. How can you not be a fan of this man after after this game? <laughs> after th- This is insane. He's going off. He's having a career night here in the homecoming game. And fake it to Drew. Throwing it to Drew in the flat, making guys miss. And I didn't know he was this shifty before the game. He he. This is this is a different Drew. It is a different Drew. And, and something I want to say is this offense is moving. Should I should I try to get a uh, Drew Canelli Robles on the Jacob Zimmerman show? If you will, can I come and watch? <laughs> <laughs> can I come? <laughs> you're just gonna be. I I, I I would be honored in his presence. <laughs> Another stat I want to bring up of Drew Canelli Robles, though, is he, he. What we want to mention is he's reaching up on 200 yards this game, right? Yep. Coming into this game, he only has 258 yards. <laughs> he's almost doubled his in six games tonight. How can this he's, man? Here's the difference: he's getting the carries. He's got 22 already. 
and the offensive line is getting a good push. But oh, I yeah. will say, Stephen F. Austin's defense is not tackling very good tonight. Mm-mm. I, I I will admit that this this team is more of a pass rush. Drew's getting the break. Quali Conley in at running back. Two receivers down on the left, bottom of the screen. Facing a corner blitz. Squirming away. Back to the line of scrimmage goes Tracy. But that's going to set up a fourth down. And you got to think, I think you got to take the points here and go for the field goal. I was just about to ask you. Do you do I you, think you, you take go- the points and get the field goal quickly here because... If you go for it and miss, you're down 17. You're still down three scores. If you get this field goal, you're down only two scores then. And they are going for the field goal. So here's Connor, Connor Brooksby with a makeable shot. And here's the hold. And that one is up. And it's good. Looked like it was maybe going to go wide left, but kind of curves back. And it is up and in. And Connor Brooksby with the kick makes it. Two-score game. It's 27 to 13. 11.04 left in this one. It's not quite over yet, folks. Can the Trailblazers come back in this one? Find out. Stay tuned on 91.3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's at 58 years old. For me, it was heart-wrenching. It takes a toll on everyone. I mean, it's a depressing disease to watch unfold before your eyes. You just don't see the the person's souls like God. This disease just ravages a family. It changes your life. The magnitude of it is indescribable. Now is the moment to stop Alzheimer's disease. Call Bright Focus at 855-345-6237. So when you get to the corner of Smith and Orchard, you're going to want to take a you left. You are not going to Then what you're going to do is turn Marcy onto Marcy and Avenue. just broke up. And go past and the first three she's lights happy about and then it. take the next left. I don't really think five she's more happy, blocks, but and you should be there. to judge, right? Park anyway, on the right. That's I'll what see I you later tonight. Night. It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. We'll be back in action here in just a few minutes. Here is a kickoff about to go underway. Trailblazers got on the scoreboard again. 27 to 13 is the score. Two guys back to return the Lumberjacks, but we have word from college football. One of the last games of the day is in the books on the FBS level. Miami 
getting the win. My Miami Hurricanes getting the win over number 18 ranked NC State. Miami, who's looked was Miami's record terrible now? all year. They've looked terrible all year. They, I think they're now three and four. Okay. When they started, they might have even started ranked. Anyway, I think they were. So Miami kind of listed out a bunch of college football scores earlier, and now those are final. And a man with a lot of room in front of him. Wow. That's a good chunk of yards there. That's how you respond to a score. That's Jeremiah Miller. Someone's name we have not mentioned. There's the play action. Kind of came across on a little jet route and caught it and just took up field. And it wasn't until a tackle there from Amari Duncan, the corner, uh, he was finally stopped. This blocking from this wide receiver squad is insane. They're getting these just short passes routes, and this blocking from this outside is insane. Your little play action. Go right back to Gibson with a lot of room to run, and those are the plays that you like to see. You get your guys going in full speed before they even cross the line of scrimmage. Okay, I'm going to butcher this name. Let's hear it. But Quatavian Borders, I have seen him on every single block. He, I don't know if he's caught a pass. Number 13. Quintivian. Quintivian. My bad. Pretty, pretty close there, Bryce. Thank you. Quintivian. That's a, that's, I mean, that's probably better than a lot of announcers say his name. (laughs) But Quintivian, Quant, I'll say that. (laughs) Do we know, we don't know if it's Quan or Quen, but I'm, I'm assuming it's Quent. Quintivian. Quintivian. Quintivian, I'll just say Borders. Borders has been on almost every single screenplay as a blocker. I don't know if he has one target. Got a wide tight end out there. Picking up blocks. Left and right. All night. He handed off back to Miller. He's been the feature back on the day. Not Miller. Miles Reed. Reed's rushing total on the day, 110 yards gained. And he picks up another chunk of yards, good for about four. Not quite the same level of success as Robles, but kind of doing all he needs, making the pile move. And right now, this has been a huge drive from Stephen F. Austin. It kind of seems like whenever they want to, they wake up. And they, they go out there and do what they they really need to do in the, the best moments. See, that's the thing. We, now, But now we're in the red zone. This is where we can capitalize. We need this, to stop. We need, to, we need stop. to stop. And some hand fighting there. That's a good no call. Devin Chandler with some lockdown D. On borders. That was his second attempt. I looked it up. So he received one earlier for four yards. Then that was his second uh, uh, target. So he is he is a deep threat. I will say that. But hey man, co- playing defensive back is the hardest position to play in football other than the quarterback because 
it's one one, and it's designed. It's just set up for you to fail. You know, it is. The receiver knows what he's doing. You don't know what he's doing, and that's a sack in the backfield by guess who? I haven't really called his name a lot recently, but that's a sack from Malaki Malaki. What a what a bull rush! Can I say that a bull rush by Malaki yeah. Malaki? He came in flying. No one stopped him. He came. We're watching this replay. No one stopped him. No one was there to block him. He, I think that's a bad read there from the quarterback. You sent a blitz. You just got to hand it off to your guy. But here is another kick from your kicker. This is Campos, who made a deep one earlier. And man, Campos is just effective. Wow. Wow. Three for three. We never, you know what we never did? We never looked how, we never looked how far that yeah. kick was earlier. How far was this kick? Long 53. 53. Wow. We just got a shot of the moon there. Full moon. Wow. All right. Score is now 30 to 13 with just under eight minutes left to go. Can the Trailblazers pull off a miracle? Find out next on 91.3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. The masses love it. As long as you can keep feeding it to them, we win. 91.3 FM, The Blaze. Broadcasting from Dixie State University, KXDS Santa Clara. News brought to you by the Degree Completion Program. Finish your bachelor's degree one night a week at Dixie State University. From Feature Story News in Washington, I'm Nick Harper. U.S. actor Alec Baldwin has expressed his shock and sadness over the fatal shooting on a film set in New Mexico. He discharged a prop gun, killing the film's director of photography. US President Joe Biden has said America will defend Taiwan if the island is invaded by China. And Pfizer says its COVID-19 vaccine is more than 90% effective in children. Weather brought to you by a podcast studio. Record your podcast today a podcast studio at gmail.com. Okay, we're into a weekend here, and it should be a fairly nice one ahead of a big storm on Monday. It is Saturday, October 23rd. Dry weather for us then this weekend ahead of a large California storm. How large? Up to six to eight feet of new snow along the crest of the Sierra. Sunday and Monday is expected. That deep upper low will be transitioning into our area Monday. Utah will sit both in the warm sector and rain shadow of that low. Where snow does fall, levels Monday will be high at 10,000 feet. Wind speed should be a concern for Washington County, particularly in the outlying areas affecting the Washington Gap. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. 91.3 this is the place to be shout out to all the students still there at the game the ones that are still there you guys are 
the true fans. 30 to 13 is the score. 744 left in the game and not a lot of smiles on the sideline from our fans in red. That's okay. There's been some exciting plays here and there, but this is what is the story of the year here in D1 play. And that's Drew Canelli Robles going way back in the negative. That's not a good offensive play. No, it is not. And he, and he knows. He's like, ah, dang. But it was just, it was coming off that corner blitz that just, their blitzes is just so well designed. Price, I go right back to it, man. The only run plays Robles gets are five yards deep in shotgun. And so if a guy's there waiting for him, it's a five-yard loss. Yeah. If he runs anywhere back, it's a 10-yard loss. Yeah. But a good pass by Kobe Tracy to Ricky Johnson. It, was a, it looked like a quick uh, slant. Then gets us, I think, the first down on second and 16. But we have a defender down. For Stephen F. Austin. Defender is down. Let's look at some live stats where they're checking them out since we just came back from break. Let's look at the defensive stats. Haven't really dived too much into those. I played a lot of defense in high school football. Gotta give the defenders some love. You know, Will Leota, seven solo tackles, got eight total on the day. Don't really see him at the top of the top of our tackles list, but he's doing well today. You got Malaki, Malaki with seven total. He's right back where we, we're used to seeing him. Kind of had an off week last week, but he's doing good. You got Darius Nash with six total. You got Jordan Scott, who we haven't really seen Jordan Scott play much at all this year, but he has six total tackles. You got Brown in there with four. You got Perkins with three. You got guys getting after it, but when some of your defensive backs have a lot of tackles, you know you've been giving up a lot of big plays. Second and three. Tracy has room to the right, going to take off and slide. Oh, and it looks like he kind of got popped a little bit at the end of the play, and he is down. That is something you do not want to see. He's been playing good. He hasn't been playing great, but he's been playing good. Slow to get up. He will get up. So the athletic trainers probably had to do a little exercise there. Run on the field, run back off. <laughs> they don't know if he's <laughs> down or he's up. I, th- I think all his teammates came out and were like, hey, and I. I think what they might be looking at, we did not have a good angle of this, but it maybe looked like Tracy got popped in the head as he was sliding, and I think that's why there's a flag, and I think that's why the officials are all gathered around. Looks like that's... Well, I don't know what else they would call, so... Let's hear it. Can't read the lips of the ref, but he just said third down. Did he pick up the flag? No other signals. He just said third down. And here's the replay. This is where we're going to be able to see it. Oof. And he's. That's not really a helmet to helmet hit. 
But he is sliding. But it's kind of a... It's one of those hits that you're going to feel tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Robles, up the gut. Still going. Look at that. Yes. Yes. Look at that. He is able to... We needed a one yard. He gave us nine. That is what we'd like to see. He came up right up the middle. Everyone knew where he was going. But you can't, still can't stop this guy. He's having the game of his life right now. No huddle here from Dixie State. Making guys miss is Tracy. Gets rid of it, but it's incomplete intended for Devin Osborne. Really short. I, he must have been in the throwing process and then realizing, hey, maybe this isn't the best play or maybe this isn't the best option for me. So I'm just going to tuck it just a little bit more. And then it's still he still lets it go, but it's just it just falls incomplete. Tracy gets the ball in shotgun. Looking deep to his right. He's got a man. Incomplete. Intended for Ricky Johnson. Tried to get Johnson along the right sideline there, but that's some good defense from the corner. Bruce Harmon. Bruce Harmon and Willie Roberts, number 22 and 23. They've both been having some good days. Wow. Bruce Harmon, a redshirt freshman. Wow. Wow. Having a really good day, honestly, guarding our receivers. It looks like flags come in. It looks like false start on the offense. Trying to peep back at those live stats, but it looks like our live stats are frozen. (laughs) What are you trying to look up? Canelli Robles rushing. I just noticed that the live stats said 744 on the clock, and it's 538 now. So hopefully we will have all the official stats for you guys for the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln post-game show that we will be having after today's game. Ah. So now it's third, and I want to say 15. You know what this defense is going to do. You can't. It's rough. They're going to blitz. Got to get the ball off quick. Tracy and the shotgun. Two receivers to his right. Got Robles to his right. Throws the slant route. Complete to Keith Davis. Keith spins away from a tackle. Is tackled at the 40-yard line. Now, the question is, is that enough? And if it isn't, you still go for it. And it looks like, of course, you go for it. Yep, fourth and short. Maybe fourth and a yard or two? Yeah, about two yards to go. Fourth and two. 5.05 on the clock. Tracy looking left. Throws. Contested. Slant. But it's going to be a P.I. Flag comes out late. Try to hit Keith Davis there on the slant again. And just maybe a little early there was your corner, Harmon. Now, I think that's the second P.I. that's been called on him. We've not gotten much P.I. calls on uh, for us this year. Nope. But I think that's the second one on him this game. You know what would be interesting? Is if 
there was a limit to the amount of penalties you could commit in a game. Like in like basketball. Like in basketball? Like you'll like, yeah. like huh. your 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 corner gets four his fourth pass interference, he's done. Deep throw. Try to hit Keith Davis, but that ball is too far out of bounds to make a play on it. I think he was hit as he was thrown. Here's second and ten coming up. What happened there was blitz again, obviously. At this point, you know it's coming all the time. But he was hit as he thrown, and I think he was trying to lead him a little bit more. But it's just, you can't have that happen. Tracy claps his hands. Moten in motion. Here's a deep throw despite the blitz. And could not make a play on it. Ricky Johnson lost his balance. Wow. Did you see the amount of blitzes? Do you see how many players they had blitzing on that play? Seven? Eight? Oh, my. Wow. Six? Just from watching it, it seemed like a lot. But they're just taking advantage of our offensive line. Our offensive line is not that good. And they're just taking advantage of it. Three receivers on the field. One running back. There's the throw. That's complete. That is complete to number 87. That is Damani Wilkes. 6'1". 170. Freshman from Vegas. Damani, not a name we call very often. But a third down that we needed. And here is Tracy. Gonna hit deep to the end zone. Intended for Osborne. A lot of contact there, but no flag. And that was Miles Brook. Let's get a replay. Brooks. It's kind of hard to tell. Osborne started to fall down. A lot of targets for Osborne. It's kind of hard for him to keep his balance out there. Yeah. And I noticed something. So... The, the cornerback that's guarding him now is over six foot now. Interesting. Here's the snap. Tracy's got it. Tracy facing pressure, and he goes down. Two big D linemen there in the backfield to bring him down. That's number 54 and number 90. 54 is Ahmad Murray. And number 90. You got number 90? Got to go yes. deep into the depth chart. Number 90 is Rashad, Rashad Nichols. Rashad Nichols. Rashad Nichols, sorry. And that was a quick flat to Robles going nowhere. Fourth and I think it was. it's going to be 15. Fourth and forever. Dixie State is into SFA territory, but what will be the call, Paul? They're going to go. You have to. Three minutes left in the fourth. Motion from a pistol to a shotgun. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Looking left, throws back to the right. No receivers anywhere, and that is incomplete. Wow. 
The, this defense is just constantly blitzing him. Doesn't get enough time to even look up, really. It's like he has to look up. Whoever, whichever wide receiver he sees first, he's going to throw it to it, it feels like. We'll take a break. When we come back, 30-13 to 13 is your score with three minutes left in the ball game. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Imagine me, a dog, moving in with a human. I didn't know how it would work. Turns out, my human's pretty entertaining. For instance, every time I give my human his ball, he throws it as far as he can. And I'm like, dude, that's your ball. So I go get it. But he just throws it. Again. I gotta say, though, the more he does it, the funnier it is. I love my human. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Whether you're driving around in your car right now or listening somewhere... Welcome back to 91.3. You're here with me, DJ Zim, a.k.a. Jacob Zimmerman. You're with Price Morris doing some color commentating. We're having fun in this one. Trailblazers trying to do anything they can to get back into this one. 30 to 13, three minutes left. And in just a few minutes, we'll have the final. We'll have the ending. We'll have the... Ken Garf, St. George, Ford Lincoln post-game show here where we will dive in to all the stats, give some analysis, look forward to the next game on the Trailblazers' schedule. And still waiting here to come back. I'll take this time to look at some other scores right now. I got some NBA scores for you, Price. All right, let's hear it. The Trailblazers are walloping the Suns, 120 to 85. And the Clippers are in a close one with the Grizzlies, 66 to 65. Well, you got to think, Phoenix is coming off of a back-to-back game against a tough opponent, the Lakers, which they won. So you think you think ahead of schedule, you're always looking towards yeah. a tough opponent. You're not thinking... Blazers oh. are at home. Blazers are at home. Is it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So they played their game and then flew out to um, Portland. Yeah, that's how it goes. I mean, wow. LA and Portland, not across the well, country. It wasn't LA. It was, they were in Phoenix. 
Yeah? I'm, mm. I'm, I'm pretty sure. So, it's just, you can, it's hard to play back-to-back nights. I'll say that. I, I, I don't know, maybe someone's going 0 for 15 that I don't know about. <laughs> nope. McCollum is having a great start to the year, though. CJ? Yep. Really? He's got 28 right now. So maybe hushing those trade rumors. There is a pass complete to Gibson, who's in open space, running. It's a track meet. Stops and is finally tackled down at the five-yard line. Xavier Gibson just broke that one away. That's what we were talking about before this game. This is what I thought they were going to be doing all the game. The deep passes, the big plays that they can make miss. One broken tackle, one missed tackle. Someone dove for him, misses. Had to get three guys to take him down. Two. But, oh my goodness. Tyrell Grayson saved the touchdown. Xavier Gibson with a huge 50-plus yard reception. And they're going to try to punch it in. There's Jones. Who gets about one yard. Just ran it up the gut. Nowhere to really go. And you got to think Stephen F. Austin. Probably going to run it here a couple times. Will they score? Will they not? Will it matter? No. <laughs> it's but sad we, to say, but this game is over. No two-minute warning in college football. Two minutes on the clock starting right now. Both teams have all their timeouts if they want to use them. But I think if you're Stephen F. Austin... Just keep running it. Just run out the clock here. And that's what I think Miles Reed is going to do. Just finish off this game. It looks like they're going to run down the clock and then call a timeout. I think, I think the timeout was on Stephen F. Austin, but I'm not sure. Trailblazers up 35 against the Suns. How is that happening? Are you looking at the box score? Yeah. CJ McCollum is 28. Damian Lillard has 19. Norman Powell is that has 16. A popular play call in the goal line situations too. And, and for kind of Simons an with your quarterback running back, but then flip it forward the to bench. your tight end when Nasir Little none of the defense expects it at all. You see that a lot from so Kansas City. It's a dangerous play, but the defense never sees it coming. And here will be the kick. From Chris Campos, who can just... The guy from that can make money rain. Oh, yeah. Just puts it up right through. Man, does he kick it hard. But replay there again. Just flips it forward. Followed the pulling guard. Didn't really have guys there on defense in the correct spots. We'll take a break. 37-13 is the score with 141 left in this one. We'll get back. Finish it up. Take another break and put a bow on it in the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln postgame show. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. 
It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Jacob Zimmerman, Price Morris on the call here for you. Trailblazer football on 91.3 The Blaze. This one just a few moments away from going final. Kind of looked like the game we expected originally. But, you know, once things got started, things started to change. And it looked like Dixie State picked up some momentum before the half and carried it into the third quarter. Had a good third quarter. Had an appearance from Devin Osborne. Drew Canelli Robles is looking like an NFL superstar. Things have been bright, but unfortunately, the scoreboard does not really reflect. So I think the stat totals are going to be pretty impressive for Dixie State after this game. But somehow you only end up with 13 points in the ball game. But here's another garbage time drive that we're going to see from Kobe Tracy. Coming off of a pass quick to uh, Rick, uh, Ricky Jackson, slant inside. Tracy runs it for about two yards on the scramble. Three yards, getting the first down. The Trailblazers trying to make this one look a little closer in the game over box score. Five receivers set. That ball is incomplete, intended for Ricky Johnson. Something you see interesting. I think Conley, not Conley, yeah, Conley, for a running back, he's more of a receiving type of running back, right? His big plays that I've seen him run have a lot of them have been screens. Yeah. So maybe that's why you don't have Robles in right now? I think they're saying, Robles, you've played one heck of a game. Let's save you for next week, man. Good deep pass, though. Just barely. If that is the last we've seen of Robles, he would finish with 183 yards on the ground. That last reception was coming from Damini. Will Is it Wicks? Wilkes? Sorry. Damian Wilkes? Damian Wilkes. I am so sorry with the names. The throw complete to Ricky Johnson. Making... Guys, miss, and there's white jerseys trying to strip it away, but they won't. Now, you see a timeout here with just under a minute left. I think you will. The to- the clock isn't moving. I don't think Dixie State should call a timeout. Not in this oh, scenario. They, well, the, the, sorry, the clock was just not moving for a second. You got to set the ball. There's Tracy. Dropping back, steps up, throws to the flat. Got Moten wide open. Picking up some blocks is Conley. Moten to the end zone. Touchdown, Dixie State. Michael Moten finds the end zone. What a block by Conley. What a block by Conley. There were, if Conley was not there, and a last-second decision by Kobe Tracy, I think he was going to tuck it and run. Sees two guys right there. Last second. But Conley gets out in front of Moten, 
sets a good block. And then Dixie State, touchdown. Michael Moten finds the end zone off of the Tracy pass to set up the touchdown. Here's Connor Brooksby. Knocks it through to make it 7. 37-20. 36 left on the clock. We will keep it here. Price, they... Dixie likes to take advantage of these drives in garbage time. Now, is there anything you can take away from it? Eh, I don't know. But it shows that you don't quit, and it shows that you're willing to fight to the 0-0. Zero, zero. It does. It does. And that, that that's kind of like the, what do you call it, the culture that you're trying to set with this team. You We do not give up. That Paul Peterson, he's trying to show, hey, guys, we do not give up until the clock hits all three zeros. Are they going to go for the onside? <laughs> I think they're going to do something fancy here. It, it, it could, what, what, what was it? Was it last week or did they try the drop what kick? what you need to do is just kick it to them and they need the ball and that's game. <laughs> because it's over. I said do the drop kick again. That was awesome. <laughs> Brooksby looking like he's gonna do something with it. Yep. Yep, onside. Kicked it right to him. For what reason though? Why do you do that? You're down seventeen. You know they're just gonna need it. Call three timeouts. <laughs> I say if he needs it, call timeout. Make this game as long as possible for them. I don't know why you would ever do that. No. It's not what you do. You get out of there. I know. That's probably what they'll do. One knee will end this game. That's how it should be. Not a lot of people still at the game, but there's still a lot of fans a lot of Trailblazer fans, and, you know, they can see themselves on the Jumbotron whenever they're shown in the crowd, and they go berserk when mm-hmm. they get up on there. And that is how it's going to be, is that the knee will end the game as 20 seconds is just going to wind down to zeros. I like seeing the game end in that fashion. Kind of had an ugly ending to the game. But this week, a lot cleaner. There are the coaches talking it up. Both sides and congratulating each other. You know, even though the scoreboard showed 20 37, it was not that bad of a game for Dixie. They did show some fight, and I bet this this coach has to appreciate it. I cannot name the head coach for uh, Stephen F. Austin, but I'm I'm he did some amazing play calling this game too. So I'm sure there's respect all around. We'll take a break for a few moments. When we come back, we'll have that Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln post-game show that you've been waiting for. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Charles and Carl. 
Charles the Carpet King will carpet your entire house for only $39. That's right, your entire house for only $39. But don't expect Charles the Carpet King to do it himself because Charles the Carpet King passed away last week at 47 from the same disease that got his father, so he won't be around for his family. And sadly, it could have been detected early with a simple test, but Charles didn't get it. Have you gotten the medical test you need? For a list of tests every man should have, go to AHRQ.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. We need everybody to be at your very best behavior. 91.3 The Blaze. 91.3 The Blaze. Flashbacks at 5. 91.3 The Blaze. 91.3 FM. The Blaze. So you're not following 91.3 The Blaze on Snapchat? No, no. That's pretty sad. You should be following them right now. They can let you know when they are live, and sometimes they put funny filters on. So go out and add 91.3 The Blaze on Snapchat today. InfoWest is a proud supporter of DSU Radio, providing us the internet we need for our FM radio tower. InfoWest offers residential high-speed internet and phone, web hosting and development, fiber and air fiber. 91.3 The Blaze says, thank you, InfoWest, for your donation. InfoWest, the internet people. How come you haven't gotten your podcast started yet? Is it because you're not sure what equipment to use, how to record it, edit it, how to even get it on the internet in the first place? We can help. A podcast studio is a service of Radio Dixie. With our studios, we can record, edit, and publish your podcast to the podcast world. Get your podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, iHeart, Google, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. You want some video, like Facebook Live and YouTube Live? We can help you with that as well. You come in, talk, and we'll do the rest. A podcast studio at Gmail. 879-4319-879-4319. Struggling with a class? DSU Tutoring has a place for you to get help. The Smith Computer Center is in the Smith Building, open Monday through Saturday, and there to help with lower division computer science courses. Visit cit.dixie.edu for more information. This and all other tutoring services are free of charge. So come with your questions and we'll get you answers. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome back, St. George. Your game is final. Four quarters are in the books your final score, 37-20 for the Lumberjacks of Stephen F. Austin. Getting the victory here in St. George at Greater Zion Stadium. And we would like to welcome you into the Ken Garf St. George Fort Lincoln post-game show where we will give a quick recap and dive into all the stats. So, how did we get to the 37-20 final score? Well, the first half was not looking too good for Dixie State. They couldn't move the ball. They finally got a field goal right on that two-yard line. Couldn't punch it in, but got a field goal right before the half. And they were down 20-3 to at the half. Now, they didn't play a great first half, but I thought they played a really good second half, especially there in that third quarter. Drew Canelli-Robles really came alive, started to creep back into this one. There was a couple plays that could have gone Dixie State's way that would have made it a lot closer but nevertheless, the closest you got was within 10 when it was 20 to 10. But then Stephen F. Austin kind of recognized what was happening, got right back on top of things, and they started moving the ball 
once again on offense after kind of being stalemated there in the third quarter. But man, got to start off talking about the man himself, Drew Canelli Robles. Now, I had not seen Drew pop off like this. He had the best game of the season last week where he had 82 yards, but then this week he said 82. No, no, no. Let me. Let me have a hundred <laughs> and one more yards. Let me add a hundred to that. That's what he said. Eighty-three, and he's like, "Let me add a hundred and a little kiss, called a touchdown at the end." Yes, he broke one for forty-seven. So basically, a fifty burger there on only twenty-four carries. That is Drew Canelli Robles' best Division One college football performance. Shout out to him defensively for Dixie State. Total tackles really didn't change since the last time I saw him. In fact, they're pretty much all the same. Malaki Malaki, Will Iota, Darius Nash, and even Jordan Scott. Kind of all up there high in the tackle category. Let's look at Stephen F. Austin. Obviously, Trey Self showed out in this when he was 20 of 30, 326 yards, three touchdowns, zero picks, got sacked only three times. 67% completion rate. He was everything that Price told us he was going to be. Yeah, this this is what we expected him to be, was three touchdowns. I didn't. Uh, he was a lot more of a scramble than I thought he would be. I did not expect that from him. But then Xavier Gibson, oh my goodness. That guy, he, he is the reason to help out Trey Self. He was almost quiet with it, too. Like, he... He just had a lot of really good chunk plays. He had that 66-yarder that really boosted his stats in garbage time. But he kind of he had some receptions here and there and kind of quietly. I don't know if you can even say that. A quiet 200 receiving yards. (laughs) A quiet 200. Quiet 200. Just just a casual Calvin Johnson 200 receiving (laughs) yards. Nothing nothing special. So I I would say more of a quiet Tyreek Hill 200. <laughs> Not, uh, I don't know. It was definitely what we expected to come from them was Xavier Gibson. We said he's going to be targeted a lot. Got eight receptions, and Trey Self just balled out. He he, we knew what was we were getting ourselves into. They did do a lot more rushing at the very beginning of this game, and that is. That that's what we didn't expect, but in the second half when Dixie started turning up, they said we got to answer right back. So I'm gonna name off some team stats now. There's a couple team stats that you can look at and say, man, we got to improve in those. And one of those stats you got to say you got to improve in has got to be your passing efficiency from your quarterback. Now I know this is an individual stat from Tracy, but he was the only quarterback who played today. He had 58% completion rate. Now, Tracy played one heck of a game for his first start. I think this performance right here, this stat line, 22 of 38, 243, one touchdown, one pick, sacked seven times. I think that is a better stat line than we've seen from any Dixie State quarterback so far on the year. So I think Kobe Wilstead probably locked up the job as well going into next week. Being able to put up 20 points on the board. Kobe Tracy, not Wilstead. Sorry, did I say Wilstead? You did. My bad. It's okay. Kobe Tracy. It's okay. Kobe Tracy. Wilstead's no longer on our Gonna team. Gonna get the start. 
Will Stead bot. <laughs> but uh, some more team stats that you can look at that are uh, really crucial. 27 to 20 first downs. Now, getting the first down is one thing. Finding the end zone is a different thing. But you got 27. That's seven more than you did the other team. I, I think that's that's a good takeaway to have. Another great takeaway is 7 of 17 on third down. That's 41%. That is insane. That's good. For that Dixie. is really good for Dixie. And this defense thrives on third down. This defense thrives. They, and we knew every single time what they're going to do. In the, fir- uh, in the first half, they destroyed us on third down. I think it was 2 of 8 after the first half. It was, But we learn. But it, it just that was great. And the first downs cannot be overlooked, though. Two other stats that I want to name out here. One, rushing yards total. It's 167 total, but that is really good for Dixie State. More for Robles, but it gets subtracted due some, to some other net things. Due to but, seven sacks and... Yeah, yeah. But I think the biggest stat of the day for Dixie State, and the reason I have... The reason I think Paul Peterson actually got a coaching extension. Now, more uh, Price Morris, I don't know if you knew this, but just the other day, Paul Peterson signed an extension. Really? To go through 2025 as the head coach of Dixie State. And I think the main reason for that is if you look up the penalties on their year, that is one of the stats that they are actually outplaying the other team in consistently. They only had one penalty for five yards in this whole game. False start. It was a false start, and that was it. That is how you know that this team is disciplined. Now, they might not have the talent, but when you only give up one penalty in 60 minutes, that is that is really impressive, and especially in some games where, let's face it, a team that's getting blown out, a team that's frustrated. It's going to be chippy. There's mm-hmm. going to be penalties. There's going to be guys getting kicked at. Nah. That hasn't had happened really one single time this year where there's been angry guys on the sideline because they're getting blown out. Paul Peterson has these guys' egos in check. And so I will say their penalties are the most impressive thing of the entire year. Any statistic you can look at for football at Dixie State, the lack of penalties is the biggest positive. I will say, I will agree with you that on the year that that, that is the most impressive set. But tonight, bro, how can you overlook the rushing? And it wasn't only Robles, too. I mean, Kobe Tracy ran out of the pocket every once in a while, too. And it's just, I, I think that's the most important set. And I understand where you're coming from the penalties because penalties can ruin a game for a team. It's now that time. I like to do it at the end of every game here in the Ken Garf St. George Fort Lake and Post Game Show. The player of the game. Now, it would be Drew Canelli robles If there was one for Dixie State, it would obviously be him. No contest. But I got to give it to a man who came away with the dub. Xavier Gibson. Eight receptions, 208 yards, two touchdowns. Went for 66 on one of them. And went 26 average. Each catch... Averaged out to be 26 yards downfield. I think that is the best player we saw out there on the field today. Number two in white. Stephen F. Austin gets the victory 37-20 to over Dixie State. Let's kind of look ahead 
on the schedule where next week Dixie State has another ranked opponent they're facing this time, number 25 currently, Delaware. They're at Delaware. That's on the East Coast. That game is 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that means so it's 11 here. 11 a.m. back in UT. That is when we will have the broadcast around 1045, 10:50. We'll start that Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln pregame show. I know you would you would hate to tune in to 913 the Blaze at 1 p.m. and miss the whole entire game. Yeah. <laughs> 1 p.m. this time. 1 p.m. this time. You got you can 1 p.m. Eastern, but 11 a.m. That broadcast will be, of course, right back here on 91.3 The Blaze. You'll have me, Jacob Zimmerman. You'll have him, Price, Morris, and Price. This was your first official full color commentating session by yourself, and you did a great job, bro. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I, I really appreciate that. I, not going to lie, I was very nervous, most of it. Probably at the start, but then you just got into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When Drew started popping off, I did too. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think I mean, I'm glad you brought me on here, and I'm glad I had this opportunity. Oh, no problem, man. Great, great play by play. Getting by the way. better, getting better. You're going to have you do a lot of the games the rest of the year, and then we'll get ready for basketball yep. season here me, on 91. <laughs> Let's play some basketball. <laughs> that is your final from Greater Zion Stadium here. In St. George. We're going to put a bow on the Ken Garth St. George for Lincoln post game show. Your final here on 91 3 to Blaze, 37 to 20. You've been listening to Dixie State Athletics on 91 3 to Blaze, brought to you by Ken Garth St. George for Lincoln. For more information about Dixie State Athletics, go to DixieStateAthletics.com. Thanks for listening to DSU Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Are you in need of feminine products? Well, the woman's